The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. And Hoppins call out the signals. Hoppins puts a man in motion, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, throws it in underneath. It's intercepted by Hammock. Hammock, a little stiff arm at the 10, will bring the ball down to the 9-yard line. A five-yard return on the interception by Creighton Hammock to get the ball back for the Stars. Tonight, it's the final game of the regular season as the Carney Catholic Stars travel to Holdridge to battle the Dusters. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. And they're going to fake the handoff. Holtmeyer looking to throw, has a little time, is going to throw it. It's a wobbly throw, but it's high, it's caught, it's in the end zone. Touchdown! Brett Kaiser waited for the ball at about the four-yard line, and that's a 41-yard strike. Kearney Catholic has won four of their last five to rejoin the playoff hunt, but the defending state semifinalists must win tonight and receive some help to keep their playoff streak alive. Holdridge has secured itself a playoff berth, but a win tonight will give them home field advantage in the opening round. It's the Stars and Dusters coming up next, but first to your Tech Seed pregame show, we'll join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcar live from Holdridge. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Holdridge. As the Dusters playing host to Carney Catholic in the regular season finale, we know for sure that Holdridge will move on to the postseason. Carney Catholic's hopes and dreams of making it into the postseason depend in large part on what happens on this field tonight. A win, they have a chance. It is not a guarantee that they would get in at that point, but it is the only thing that they control about their own destiny. I'm Randy Bushcutter, glad to be joined again by Don Lease, and again, a lot of the talk all week for Carney Catholic fans and for the players and everybody was, can this team get into the playoffs? Well, first things first. Again, yep. the only thing they control is what happens on this field tonight. And uh, a win doesn't guarantee they get in, but a loss guarantees that they won't. Yeah, exactly right, Randy. And that's, uh, you know, what when you talk to Coach Calling about things, he says there's a lot of different scenarios if this team wins, that team wins and stuff. But he says it makes no difference if we lose tonight. So, you know, let's go out here and take care of business and do the things that we can do and, and, and see what happens out here on this field tonight. And then we'll talk about other things later. And uh, we will continue to talk about this a little bit. We do know that Carney Catholic needs, obviously, to win tonight. They also need Ord to win tonight. They need Ogallala to win tonight. And they need Grand Island Central Catholic to win tonight. And even with all that, and by the way, those three teams are probably favored in their games. Yep. Uh, if, they, if they win those games, and again, they're all favored, that still would not guarantee that Carney Catholic gets in even with a win tonight. But first things first, Holdridge comes in with uh, an outstanding running attack uh, led by uh, number 32, uh, Cooper Rogers, who's run for nearly 1,400 yards on the season. And um, there's been some talk. He's been in a walking boot uh, on and off for the last few weeks with a, with a bad ankle, but he has warmed up. He is on the field as we speak. I'm looking at him right now. Don't see any ill effects from that. There might be some thought that maybe you save him, make sure he's healthy for the playoffs because you know that you get in. But from Holdridge's perspective, when 
they host a first round yep. game. They 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 get better seating, and that's important too for their from their perspective. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, you, you uh, have a home game, you know, next Friday, or you go on the road makes a big difference on a lot of things, Randy. And like you said, the seating part of things. You know, if you're a six, seven, eight, nine seed, or you know, six, seven, or eight seed, something like that, or if you're a twelve seed, it's a huge difference. It's a lot of you know. As far as you know, climbing the mountain, it's a lot harder to do that as a 12 seed than it is as a six seed or something like that. You know, and you definitely want to play that first round game at home. And Carney Catholic has improved. We've talked about that over the span of the last about five weeks or so. They they've really turned the corner since the uh, Lakeview loss uh, and and have played very good football. It would be a, a, a bit of a, a crime yep. if they weren't able to make the playoffs. Uh, but that's the situation that they do find themselves in and uh, again they just have to play hard and again this is a team that can throw the ball a little bit uh, yep. Holdridge can but Carney Catholic has really found itself with Masquerade quarterback yeah it has you know and he's done a great job you know since you know moving in as the starting quarterback and then getting Brady out there as a receiver and those types of things getting a lot of things out there on the on the field uh, and Matt's just grown from the time he's been the starter to now uh, you know and and like you said, Randy, you know, it's one thing, you know, you got to come out here and you got to be ready to play football. You got to do the things that uh, you're going to do. And Carney Catholic wants to throw the football. Holdridge would really like to get Rodgers going and, and run the football. And that's what Coach Calling said, uh, you know, when I talked to him this week is, you know, they're going to run some ISO at us. They're going to try to get him out and out and around. Yeah, we're going to have to play good assignment football to shut this team down tonight. And one quick note about Rodgers. Rodgers, I was talking, he was warming up. He came off the side of the field. They have an exercise bike for him. He was pedaling on the bike instead of doing a little bit of running, which might be a little bit telling. Uh, right now they're kind of running through their offensive plays, and Cooper Rodgers is not with the first team at the moment running those tape, those plays, but he is dressed up. He is suited, and that will be one of the things, his status. And, again, it's a game-time decision, and we're still 24 minutes away. Yep from it being game time here. And we're going to talk with the two head coaches. We'll talk with Jason Hale from Holdridge as well as Dave Calling from Carney Catholic. We'll start with uh, Coach Hale when we return with more of the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry or Jason Stark, a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to take a quick break, talk with the coaches right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. Holdridge, Carney Catholic, we knew at the beginning of the year this was going to be a big game, and it's a pretty big game again tonight. Now, it's not going to be for the district title, but uh, Central City has shown some pretty darn good uh, plays so far this season as well. Jason Hales, the head football coach at Holdridge, and he joins us. And, Coach, uh, there are a variety of uh, topics to cover for tonight's football game, but I suppose the big one, as we mentioned off-air, is 
Uh, these kids are going to be playing in the playoffs, which is huge for any program. And if you can get the win tonight, you're going to get to start those playoffs at home. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, our, our kids had a special year, and, and uh, you know, we were really looking at trying to culminate it with a win. Our kids know that the driving, you know, even though we can't win a district title, that um, they're playing for home field uh, in the first round. So it's been motivation enough, and, and our kids have prepared well, and, and I'm looking forward to a great game. The next big storyline is uh, one of the best running backs in all of the area, and as Coach Calling uh, thought, if if you go against Cooper Rogers tonight, uh, it would be the best back they see. Uh, it looks like a game time decision. What can you tell us about that? And if he can't go, tell me a little bit about the uh, backs that he'll be using in his uh, absence. Well, I mean, you hit it right on the head. I mean, right now it's a it's a game time decision. Um, you know, he's been working really hard this week. Uh, try to heal up a little bit and um you know it's kind of how we're approaching it early in the week we discussed uh options of not playing him and and just looking towards the playoffs but this is a, an important game he definitely wants to play and and uh you know we're hoping we can get him to that point where he can play but if if we if he can't i would say running back wise you know it's tough to replace close to 1500 yards but uh um, we do like a lot of our positions. We're we're probably deeper than we've ever been, and um, you know, with with Cole Feeney and Alex Wells, um, those are two kids that have done a lot of great things for us in the backfield this year. We lost another running back uh, earlier in the season, Tim Caslon, that would have really given us tremendous depth there. Uh, but they're explosive players. They they do a lot of good things and. And uh, our two fullbacks, uh, either of those kids can, can uh, uh, play other roles as well. So we're pretty deep there. Uh, we definitely want to have the, you know, the explosive play that, uh, that Cooper gives us, but uh, we've prepared all week like he possibly won't play. And, and uh, you know, I think uh, we're in good shape either way. We're talking with Jason Hale, head football coach of the Holdridge Dusters. Uh, a lot of guys can be made good-looking running backs if they've got that line in front of them. Is this a case where you've got such big boys up front that you're probably not going to miss a significant beat no matter who you put back there? Well, you know, I, I mentioned that we're pretty deep in a lot of areas, and I would say our – I've said all year, I guess, that our offense and defensive lines are probably our, our biggest improved areas, and, and a lot of that is because of depth. Up front, we on offense we probably play you know nine kids uh, regularly without a whole lot of drop off and and uh, we got good size athleticism um, and Cooper would tell you and the rest of our backs would tell you that that uh, they are the reason that that we've had the success we've had you know we've we've kind of evolved into a a spread you know people think of us as a throw throw the ball around the park type team but. Uh, with the group we had this year, we've really been able to uh, play physical, uh, downhill, run the ball type football, and and uh, a lot of that's attributed to what our offensive line's done for us. And as you talk about throwing it, tell us about the job Caden's done this year. And he he, he has a favorite target, no doubt about it, in Jackson Bernie. Uh, what makes that click? Well, Caden's Caden's worked really hard coming up through our program. He knows our offense probably probably one of the smartest kids I know um, as far as you know, whether it's on the field or off. The kid just flat out knows what he's supposed to do. And uh, because of that, he's able to make up for other areas of you know where he might be a little bit um, less efficient. But 
<clears throat> I think I think the biggest thing is he does understand what we're trying to do. Uh, we want to run the football. He's a huge part of that in our running game, uh, making decisions, uh, carrying the football. Our play-action game is huge off of that. He understands that. Uh, but he has had um, a really good connection with, with Jackson Bernie. And, um, you know, we didn't have Jackson last year, so that's been another huge addition for us. Um, Jackson's size, athleticism, things like that um, have, have equated to a lot of big plays in, in areas where in the past we might not have been able to, to do some of those things. So, you know, obviously we've got things in. Um, that help us exploit that. But but uh, Jackson will be the first one to tell you that he loves it when we're able to run the football and it sets up some of the other things we do, and, that, and that's one of the most effective. Last minute here with the Duster coach, Jason Hale. Tonight's opponent, Carney Catholic, uh, really the only time your defense had a lot of problem was against the passing attack of Central City. It looks like the Stars have started to come in their own with Masker at quarterback. Uh, what do you see from Carney Catholic, and is that a concern uh, if they go to the air more than they stay on the ground? Yeah, definitely. I, I think uh, they do a nice job. Uh, um, they do a nice job running the ball as well with, with the James kid. Uh, you know, but, you know, if you'd have told me two weeks ago that we'd score 30, 32 points and run up almost 500 yards of offense and lose a game, <laughs> I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have believed you. But that's what happens when you make mistakes and you give kids, give really good teams short fields, you give up big plays, things like that. And, um, you know, that's, so that's our goal. That's our goal against Carney Catholic is that, you know, we've got to, we've got to, Keep the ball in front of us. We can't give up those big plays in in the run game or the pass game. Uh, we're going to have to be able to tackle in space, things like that. And if we're able to do that, and, and our offense can control the ball, we have a you know we have a, a good good opportunity in front of us. If we don't, um, Carney Catholic is you know their program's come a long way since week one, and they're going to make you pay for that. And, and so that's kind of what we're working on this week is, is those types of things. Um, it's going to be a great game. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I'm excited for it, and I think our kids are excited for the opportunity as well. well it should be almost like a playoff atmosphere. So, uh, Coach, uh, always appreciate getting a chance to chat with you, and uh, best of luck tonight and throughout the playoffs. Thank you very much. That's Jason Hale joining us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show, and we'll be back in here from Coach Dave Colling as we continue on ESPN Radio right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together, we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. 
Back on the New Tech Seed pregame show for the final game of the regular season as Carney Catholic battles Holdridge, and we're chatting with the head football coach of the Stars in Dave Calling. And, Coach, uh, man, it, it always flies by, and it's been a while since there's been a little pressure on the last game of the season. And I think from the beginning of the season, we knew how big this game would be against Holdridge, and it is pretty big. You know, it is, Doug, and, and uh, you know, kids know that, and, and uh, you know, this week of practice has, has actually been one of our better weeks uh, throughout the whole year. So, you know, I think the kids, uh, you know, not really pressure, I guess. The, the kids know uh, we just got to come out and play play our game. And, you know, we've been pretty good at here lately, you know, getting better week to week. And I think, you know, for the last five weeks, I think we've done that. And, and so we've got to take another step this week as well. David, as you take a look at last week's game, uh, which was no surprise that it was a fairly easy win, uh, what did you get accomplished? You know, I thought we got, you know, I thought we ran the ball. I thought all phases of the game we did a pretty good job. Uh, uh, you know, running the football, I thought we did, uh, you know, we had a short field to quite a bit of the game last week. And, and uh, so, you know, I thought we ran the ball fairly effectively. Uh, I thought Matt Master, uh, you know, threw the ball well. The line gave him time, all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, you know, defensively, I thought we we did a great job. They had one drive there where we, you know, had a couple uh, chances to stop the drive, didn't do it. But but you know, all in all, I thought we did a great job of defense as well. We take a look at this Holdridge team, and uh, the face of the Dusters is obviously Cooper Rogers. They've also shown that they can throw. But is Rogers going to be the best back you've seen this year? You know, I think so, Doug. He's a uh, you know he he gets loose. You're not going to catch him. He's a fast fast kid and and fairly elusive and you know i'm pretty impressed with their line as well they have uh, uh the schroeder kids are pretty good maybe one of the better linemen we've seen all year and uh, he has some some buddies next to him that are pretty big and, and pretty good also so this may be the best line we've seen all year as well and and like you said you know they get you with the iso and the and the uh, uh power g and and get you going you know and then they do pull it out and throw a little flood route and hit some deep balls so so they uh, they they are a very good football team. This is a team that has been able most of the time to get off to quick starts. Uh, that is talked about a lot, but it's always interesting how coaches kind of respond. You want to be ready to go in the first quarter, and the weather may play a little factor into this football game. It's on the road. Uh, the kids might be a little nervous. So uh, is there anything special you do to get that first series or that first drive offensively or defensively? You know, you know, we talk about playing fast or, you know, starting fast, and we've done a pretty good job of that the last four games. But, you know, we just got to stay the course. Uh, uh, you know, like you alluded to, the weather, the turnover, stuff like that. Uh, you know, kids just got to stay the course and realize it's a four-quarter football game. And, and uh, But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, a quick start uh, like we've been doing is, is pretty pretty key as well, Doug. Fans always want to know. Let's not wait till the very end. As we're talking with Dave Calling, uh, you're you're right. You're right square on the bubble of of making the playoffs. Now that it's down to 16, uh, back in the day, this wouldn't have been a problem. But uh, right. Central City is going to win the district, and uh, one of your two teams. And it looks Holdridge looks pretty good to get in here, no matter what happens. But uh, what can you tell the fans? You know, I don't. We just, you know, I told the kids, you know, because I've been asked that question probably 500 times, and. You know, all we can do is control ourselves, and I know that's coach talk, like like you uh, allude to. <laughs> but you know, we we can control only one thing, and that's whether we win the football game or not Friday. And <clears throat> we, you know, we'll end up anywhere from fourteen to eighteen, and and uh, hopefully, you know, it's uh, you know the fifteen, sixteen spot somewhere in there, and 
you know, hopefully, you know, but like I said, we, we got to take care of the game Friday night uh, and uh, hope, hope some, some things happen for us to get in. Coach, uh, we're kind of in a weird spot. For the last few years, we knew that we were going to talk again, and there's really no exit. Mm-hmm. In, there's really no exit interview at the end of the year. Where, where did you see this team turn the corner? I know that the big plays early on in some of those non-district games. If you don't make the playoffs, I'm sure there's always one or two you think back and go, "Man, if we had that chance again in week seven or eight, we took care of that." What, what were the couple of the things that you guys are really doing better now? You know, I think. You know, Doug, even after the Lakeview loss, uh, you know, the kids kind of came together. You know, I, I don't uh, – this team, uh, you know, we we knew in the summer we had, you know, if we could all come together as a team and and uh, kind of gel, we knew we had, you know, we, knew we had a fairly good football team. And, and, you know, game one, two, and three, you know, just, you know, we had some injuries in there, you know, against Lakeview. We had uh, Drake Hammock go out and Tyler Mestel both go out at the same time and not make excuses, but – uh, you know when you when you lose a player and you have a week to to get another guy ready, knowing he's going to play is a little different than losing him. You know in the first half and and uh, so. But you know I think after that game, I think the kids came together and said, you know we got to got to come together as a team and and uh, <clears throat> you know battle for each other. And you know I think we saw uh, you know like I alluded to uh, uh, from game from week to week. I thought we got better from that point on. And and uh, you know I think we played close to our best uh, football game so far last week. And so I know we just got to keep doing that. I think Matt Masker kind of grew up a little bit. Uh, you know, he's throwing the heck out of the ball, but that also goes down to the line blocking better for him. So I think they gelled a little bit as well. Uh, you know, Bryce James ran, runs the heck out of the ball. The receivers are running hard, uh, blocking well on the edge. You know, so all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, just took a took a couple, three games to, to realize maybe how good we could be. And, and uh so, you know, pretty proud of the guys for, you know, I guess all you can ask is to get better week to week. And I think they've done that for, you know, five, five, six weeks now. And so, you know, that's a tribute to them and, and uh, senior leadership and all that stuff. So, you know, pretty proud of where we're, where we're at right now. Well, let's hope these seniors get one more game. Uh, and as you said, all you can do is take care of business tonight, Dave. So it uh, should be a good one. We wish you the best of luck and uh, we'll talk again. Hey, Doug, I appreciate it. Thank you for everything. That's Dave Calling, the head football coach of the Kearney Catholic Stars, and we'll be back with the starting lineups as we get ready for Holdridge Kearney Catholic right after this on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, First Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. 
Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. And welcome back here to Holdridge. Time now for our starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for uh, Holdridge as uh, they come in with a record of 7-1 and one on the year. And their lineup looked like this. Uh, Tristan Junker will play tackle position. He is a six-foot-tall, 200-pound junior. Chad Guthrie will play the other offensive tackle. He is a junior as well, 5'10", 215 pounds. Bronson Titus will play guard. He is a sophomore, 5'11", 220 pounds. The other guard will be Blake Schroeder. He'll also do some of the kicking duties as well. Schroeder is 6'2", 230 pounds, and a senior. The center is Hunter Brem, and Brem is a sophomore, 5'10", 245 pounds. The tight end is Jaron Anderson. Anderson is a 6'4", 180-pound senior. He's a big target. Uh, at wide receiver will be Quinton Hayden. Hayden is uh, 5'8", 155 pounds, and a senior. The other wide receiver will be Jackson Burney. He's a 6'3", junior, 175 pounds. The running back is Cole Feeney. Feeney is a senior, 5'11", 170 pounds. And the other running back that's listed as... The starter tonight, probable starter, is Peyton Kidder. Kidder is a uh, junior, six foot, two hundred pounds. But we have to mention the all-stater. That's Cooper Rogers. Rogers is a senior, six foot, one hundred eighty pounds, and he has run for uh, thirteen hundred fifty-four yards on the season. Again, the starting probable starting lineup we got from uh, uh, Coach Hale a couple days ago did not have. Uh, Cooper Rogers as the probable starter, but we did see him warm up, so would not be surprised to see him start tonight. He will be announced, I'm sure, as a starter here because it is senior night here in Holdridge. Uh, the quarterback is Caden Fritzen. Fritzen, the good quarterback, 5'11", 170 pounds, and a senior. He was an All-State honorable mention one year ago. That's starters for Holdridge. For Carney Catholic, starting on the offensive-defensive line, Michael Daniel, a 5'10", 255-pound junior. Ryan Brungart will start on both lines as well. He's 6'4", 255 pounds, and a senior. Andrew Harms will start on the offensive line and a defensive end. He is a senior, 6'3", 255 pounds, on both lines as well with Brandon Mers. He is 6'3", 235 pounds, and a junior. Uh, Mitchell Wasty will make the start at center, 5'11", 190 pounds, and a senior. Uh, he will probably platoon a lot with Tyler, Ty Connolly, who is a 5'8", 175 pound junior. That linebacker will be Nathan Williams, 6'2", 195 pounds, and a senior corner, and he'll play a lot of wide receiver as well. John Hoosman, 5'10", 175 pounds, and a junior wide receiver and linebacker, Brady Holtmeyer, 6'1", 195 pounds, and a senior. He's a leading tackler now for the Stars, as well as the leading receiver. At running back and linebacker, Bryce James, 5'10", 175 pounds, and a senior wide receiver and uh, corner is John Bach. He's 5'11", 185 pounds, and a senior. Tyler Messel will start a wide 
wide receiver and linebacker, 5'11", 185 pounds, and a senior. Starting at uh, safety, number 13, Grant Bushcutter. He's six foot, 185 pounds, and a senior. And the quarterback for the Stars is Matt Masker. Masker, only a sophomore, 6'2", 200 pounds for Carney Catholic. And again, your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. Randy Bushcutter, Don Lee's with you here. Uh, beautiful facility, great night for football here in Holderidge. And um, this is like the biggest press box I think I've ever been in in my life. And we have it all to ourselves here, Don Lease. And uh, so we're anticipating a great matchup here uh, tonight as we wrap up the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, you're a yield leader. Contact Terry Jason Stark, our New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to take one more break here. But before we do that, Don, your final thoughts before kickoff. Well, and I just was watching him do the introductions there. And then Cooper did get introduced as the starter there. So, Randy, uh, you know, it's going to be a great game here tonight. Uh, you know, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot at stake here for both sides, um, but should be a great football game between these two teams. Now, again, for Holdridge, seeding is important, but again, not more important than having a healthy Cooper Rogers yep. throughout the rest of the year. Uh, for Carney Catholic, the only thing they control about their playoff destiny is winning tonight. They win, then they have a shot. they got to have Ord, Ogallala, and GICC all win and probably have to have a little bit of help somewhere around the state to get back into the playoff picture. We're going to take one last 30-second break. We'll be back with the kickoff here from Kiefer Field in Holderidge when we come back right after this. The Aurora Cooperative Grain Team is excited to do all we can to help you have a great fall harvest. Whether it's opening earlier, closing later, offering great prices, harvest policies, or other marketing needs, we want to help you achieve your marketing goals. Be sure to call and visit with anyone on the Aurora Cooperative Grain Team about marketing options for your crop. From all of us at the Aurora Cooperative, we wish you a very safe and successful harvest. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. And welcome back here to Kiefer Field. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry Jason Starker, New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're in the final moments here as Carney Catholic uh, will be doing the kicking off here. And I'm looking back there as uh, far as the kick returners go and uh, do not see Cooper Rogers back there as a kick returner. Uh, He is not listed as one of the specialists in terms of uh, being a uh, kick returner. So that is not an indication of whether or not we'll see his action. We'll have to wait for the first snap for that. And he's standing by himself. He's over by the bicycle here. I'm taking it as he may not be. He's hopping on that bike. He he may not be starting the game. Yep. Yep, that's what it looks like here, Randy. You know, uh, going back and forth just every once in a while, getting on the bike, keeping warm and stuff, just in case they say, hey, you're in and stuff. But right now, you know, it may not be uh, Cooper in there. Well, the, t- the ball just blew off the tee, so Grant will hand the uh, tee back to the official, and the official gives it right back to him say, I, I don't have anything to do with it. You take care of this. <laughs> and he'll tee it up, and if it falls off again, we'll have to have a holder here. Wind is going to be a little bit of a factor. What wind there is is kind of going across the field and a little bit behind Grant's back as he'll be teeing it off here, and he'll run up, and number 13 will start the game. It's going to be a shorter kick as they're trying to find an open area. It bounces around, and it's going to be uh, picked up on that far side and not much room to run there for the return man Alex Wells. Yep and uh, that's one thing that they said that they were going to do not not so much kick it deep and stuff but try to kick it into that little bit of a hole because they have you know a little bit of a two back deep guys Randy and they tried to you know get it right into that area and they did a great job Brett Kaiser got right down there and made the tackle and Holdridge is going to start right at the 20 yard line. They'll start at the 20 and 
also start with their all-star running back, Cooper Rogers, on the sideline, working out that uh, leg as he's going to stay warm here uh, on that exercise bike. So stepping in under center is going to be Caden Fritzen. Fritzen actually will step back now in that pistol, run a little zone read here. He keeps it himself, and there isn't a whole lot of room to run there at all. Leading the tackle there is Ryan Brungart, and uh, they may actually have lost yardage on the play. Yep, just you know, faking that handoff to Fritzen and going to the outside there, Randy, and uh, trying to pick up whatever he can. And now Cooper Hole or Cooper uh, Rogers is in the game right here for uh, you know Holdridge at this point. I misread the body language of the Downs guy because <laughs> I thought he was backing up. It is a gain of about two, so it'll be a gain of two. That's far angle. It's kind of hard for us to tell. Fritzen's going to pitch it out to that right side and uh, running with the ball there. Well, it's Cooper Rogers yep. as he checked into the game, and Rogers will get back to the line of scrimmage, gain a couple of yards, and that's going to be about it. In fact, I'm not even sure I'd say that's a two-yard gain. Yep, just a quick toss over there to the outs to the side there, Randy. And one of the things that uh, Coach Calling said they're going to do is kind of cup it and make sure that he doesn't get to the outside and uh, kind of keep everything into the middle and let the linebackers flow and, and uh, see what they can do there. So Rogers is out there again. He's going to be behind the quarterback. They will roll out here and throw. They throw it in underneath. It's going to be caught by the tight end, and he's just going to run out of bounds on a little underneath route. A nice gain there as Jaron Anderson made the catch and takes it all the way from the 25 to about the 50, so that'll be a gain of 25. Yep, just to you know, fake that toss to go into the right side with Cooper, and then they rolled the quarterback out here to this side, and the tight end came across the middle, uh, and then hit him in stride, and uh, they get it all the way beyond the 50-yard line. Nice play by Holdridge there. Anderson's eighth catch of the year now has over 100 yards in receiving. They run the uh, little handoff off of that ISO to Rodgers, and Rodgers doesn't go down, but he has stood up by uh, by Blake and also stood up there by Ryan Brungart, and uh, he gains maybe forward progress about a yard and a half. Yep, just taking that, going over to the ISO on that right side there, and he's trying to fo- follow his fullback on that side. Uh, you know, the guys up front, Ryan Brungart did a good job, Michael Daniel did a good job, and then Ryan Blake came in there and then kind of cleaned things up for Carney Catholic. Fritzen in the pistol. Behind him is going to be Rogers. They hand off the, no, they fake the hand off to Rogers. Throw it in underneath. It's going to be caught. Hoosman is able to make the tackle after a, a nice gain here for Jaron Anderson, but it is going to be third down. Yep. And just fake that handoff to Cooper and then, uh, you know, hits Anderson on a little bit of an out route on the right side there, Randy. It's going to bring up third and short uh, as they connected on the play for for a gain on that About play. six yards on the play, and it's going to be third and two. Very manageable. The ball just outside the 41-yard line. This might be four-down territory with the wind in your back. Kind of a full-house backfield. The running back on either side of the quarterback, Fritzen. They're going to hand it off to Rodgers, and Rodgers is going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. Maybe he gained a half yard, but that's going to be it. They're going to have him short of the 40, and they've got to get down to the 39, so that's a gain maybe of one, and decision time here for the 18-year head coach of the Dusters, Jason Hale, and that decision was very quick. They're going to go for it. Yep, you know, good job by Mertz and uh, Grant Bushcutter coming up there and filling in right there, Randy, on that play. Well, they're going to have to do it again because this is fourth and less than a yard. Hand off to Rogers. Rogers through the seam, nearly takes it the distance and holding on for dear life is Grant Bushcutter, but he'll bring it out to the, at the 30-yard line. That'll be a real quick 10-yard gain there for Holdridge as Cooper Rogers up the middle, his biggest gain of the night is for 10 yards. Yep, and the fullback that time, Randy, uh, Peyton Kiter did a 
good job, you know, going right up the middle and following him, did Cooper, and uh, he did a good job of knocking out the linebacker on that one. They're going to split out one wide receiver to the left. They've got a couple of running backs in the slot, and out of that pistol, they're going to fake the handoff, and keeping it is going to be the quarterback, Fritzen. Fritzen goes on that left side as a flag comes down, gains about three. He's tripped up there by Hoosman, and they move the flag forward just a little bit, and they're going to call holding here on Holdridge, and the Stars most essentially will take that, and it will be now first and 20 here for the Dusters. Yep. That's what, you know exactly what's going to happen here, Randy. Just, you know, he faked that handoff going over to the right side. He booted it on this left side. But uh, there was a hold right there at the line of scrimmage there for Holdridge. So Carney Catholic's going to push it back 10 yards. So they'll take it right to the 40-yard line, and they've got to get to the 20. And I can do that math in my head pretty effectively. It'll be first and 20 here on a beautiful night for football. 55 degrees. It's kind of cloudy. Wind is about uh, 15 miles an hour. Well, maybe a few gusts higher than that, but uh, great field conditions brought to you by Pioneer Seed Representative Craig Weegis. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soy beans with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And a handoff right up the middle to Cooper Rogers, and he gets to the line of scrimmage, and he is met there by quite a few stars. There just really wasn't any opening at all on that play. No, kind of a quick little handoff. Randy tries to take it right up the middle out of that situation. Uh, you know, kind of the same play that they gained, the, you know, about 10, 12 yards on that fir- on that fourth down play, but uh, Carney Catholic did a good job of stopping them in the middle, and then uh, Tyler Mestel coming in and filling in. And Brandon Murs led the tackle there, and Mestel, as you say, cleaned up after that. So it's going to be, we'll call it second and 19. We'll give them credit for about three-quarters of a yard gain here. And they are looking over here to Coach Hale to see what they want to do. And they're going to have to call a timeout. Holdridge calls the timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. First drive of the game here for the Holdridge Dusters. They'll have it second and 19 from the 39, with 7.40 to go in the first quarter when we come back right after this. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. As Carney Catholic, uh, right now, trying to stiffen up on this first drive of the game for Holdridge. Holdridge uh, is one of the top offenses in the state, number four in the state in terms of total yards, and uh, obviously one of the best rushing attacks in the state as well. They're going to throw here there. Fritzen has time to throw, scrambles a little bit. Now he's being pursued, chased by Harms, throws it in underneath. It's going to be a skip pass, and it's going to fall incomplete. Mestel was uh, stride for stride with Andrew Larson on that pattern. And again, there was just enough pressure for Carney Catholic put together by both uh, Harms and uh, who else was out there? Uh, Michael Daniel putting some pressure on him. And a good job in the secondary, Randy. He could not find anybody open as they had him blanketed on that one uh, as he tried to roll out to the right side to find somebody out there and keep things alive. But uh, good job on the secondary for Carney Catholic. Third and 18, Fritzen looking to throw. They're looking to set up the screen. Now they'll throw it off on that right side, and it's going to be incomplete. They just throw that one away. Carney Catholic sniffed out the screen that was intended for Jackson Bernie, and Bernie had the... Uh, 
had they thrown the ball to him, I think John Bach might have been able to intercept that. And a good quarterback, Caden Fritzen, realized, that, wait, this ain't going the way it's yep. supposed to, and he just throws it away. Yep, and then, you know, they kind of did a little bit of the screen off to that right side. It wasn't nothing there. Like you said, John Bach did a really good job of coming up there and just uh, sitting there waiting and waiting, and he did a good job of just throwing the ball away for Holdridge there. So we end punt formation here is going to be Blake Schroeder, big number 59. We'll put his foot into it at about the 50-yard line. It is a high kick. Has a spiral to it, and it is going to go into the end zone and out of ba- and uh, it will be a touchback. So Carney Catholic holds on their very first possession, aided by a holding call on the Dusters, and now Carney Catholic will get the ball the same spot Holdridge got their first drive right at the twenty yard line. Yep, and then you know, like you said, Holdridge moved the football, but then uh, you know, kind of stalled out when they got that holding call, and then you know, you you. You're trying to you know, do a little bit different play calls and stuff, but Carney Catholic will have a ball at the 20-yard line here. And, and Fritzen's a quality quarterback, and he's yep. uh, been able to make some great connections throughout the course of the year, especially with uh, Jackson Burney. He has 350 yards in catches, but their, their strength is running the football. Out of that pistol formation, handoff right up the middle to James. James has a nice seam, and he's going to squirt forward oh, and no. loses the football. It is in open territory. It bounces around and finally recovered by Hayden at the 40-yard line. He gained about eight. The fumble went forward about 12. Hayden falls on it, and the first turnover of the game goes against Carney Catholic, and the Dusters are back in business, first and 10 from the 39. Yeah, I couldn't see exactly who it was, Randy, when Bryce got through the middle there, and uh, the, the safety person for uh, Holdridge came up, and right helmet right on his elbow there, and that ball just squirted right out, uh, and then Holdridge gets, up, gets on the football on the fumble. So a disastrous play, first one from a scrimmage here for Carney Catholic. Gets the ball back to Holdridge. Maybe a fortunate bounce. They move the ball 12 yards upfield, but it is first and 10. Fritzen will hand it off to Cooper, and Cooper goes right up the middle, and he's going to be hogtied after he gains about eight. Yeah, just a quick handoff to Cooper. Cooper takes one step to the right, kind of jets back a little bit to the left over that left guard on that situation, man, and picks up about eight yards on the play. Good job uh, up front for Holdridge on that play also. One thing that surprised me about Cooper Rogers, that is that he has not caught very many balls. Yeah. He, they do not throw the ball to him very much at all. I, I would like to find any excuse to get the ball in the hands of number 32, especially in space. Yeah, definitely. But it will be. They didn't get the spot that we thought they were going to get. It's going to be second and about six here. They hand it off to Rogers. Rogers hit in the backfield, spins, and then is going to be met by several uh, defensive linemen, including Michael Daniel there. Good pressure coming from the linebacker position. I think that was, uh, was that Holtmeyer that came up there and yep. hit him initially? Yep. There is a flag right at the point of attack. That's generally where you find a hold. Yep. But it's also, it could be on the tackle. Yeah, it could have been on the O. Yeah, and they're walking it against Carney Catholic. Yeah, might have, guy might have reached out. I didn't see him. They're yeah, fine. yeah they're going to do the mask. incidental five-yard face mask. Yeah. And with that five yards, it will be a first and 10 here for the Dusters. They'll have it first and 10 at the 27. So Cardi Catholic needs to stiffen up here and try to keep that goose egg on the board. Second drive of the game here for Holdridge started after the turnover at the 40-yard line. Fritzen going to throw it off on this left side. It's going to be caught, and uh, Jackson Burney is going to get to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. Bushcutter was there. 
Holtmeyer was there, Blake was there, and a great hustle on it uh, coming through on the backside by Brandon Murs to come over yep. and get part of the tackle as well. Yep, tried to get it out here, you know, to a little bit of a you know one man screen on this situation. Like you said, Brady Holtmeyer was right there, and then Grant came up there, and then uh, Murs came flying over there too for a very minimal gain on that one. Five and a half to go here, quarter number one. No score. This is Holdridge's second drive. Carney Catholic's only possession resulted in one play and a fumble. And uh, Fritzen's going to keep it, follows the running back through the hole, and he's going to take it down to about the 20-yard line. And it's going to set up now third and about three after the gain of six. Yeah, just fake that handoff going to uh, Cooper and going up the middle off that, and then he takes it to the right side. Uh, you know, picks up about five or six yards on the play there, Randy, but a nice design, nice fake by the quarterback for Holdridge on that one. Well, obviously, they collapse on him because I would yep. collapse on him exactly. too. I mean, that's exactly what you do. So Fritzen out of that pistol, just going to get it out to Cooper. Cooper hit in the backfield, fights off one man and can't get past the second. Nice job there by uh, Bryce James, who did not make the tackle but changed the point of attack. And then on the far side... It was Hoosman who ended up making the tackle, I believe. Yep. And just a quick toss out there to Cooper. And then, uh, you know, like you said, Bryce did a good job of shooting right up in there to kind of get a lot of interference and then kind of had to change direction for, uh, you know, Cooper. And then, uh, like you said, Hoosman came up there and then made the tackle. They lost a couple, so it's going to set up, we'll call it fourth and seven from the 24. Looking to throw with Fritzen. Fritzen now the shotgun, throws it on that right side. Is it caught? And they are marking it. It is caught over there by Jackson Bernie, a gain of eight, and there was great coverage on that far side. I'm not sure who it was, but that don't fault the coverage. That was just an excellent throw and an excellent route. Yep, and uh, you know he just did a little bit of like a you know a hitch route just you know outside on that right side, Randy. They had a tight end going down the middle, kind of kept the safety person there. And like you said, I think it's uh, Hoosman on that right side there, Randy. He was right with him. It's just a nice pass to the outside. He caught it enough for the first down for Holdridge. I wasn't sure if that was Bach or Hoosman. They were both over there and. In any event, it'll be first and 10 from the 16-yard line, and they hand it up right up the middle to uh, Cooper, and Cooper Rogers fighting for extra yards. Gains maybe about one, but that's going to be it, and we'll have one more play coming up here from the Platte Valley of Kearney Red Zone. When you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, 2nd Avenue at 42nd Street, Kearney's hometown Ford store. It'll be a gain of two here for Cooper Rogers. Yeah, just went to the right side there, Randy, and, and uh, kind of tried to jet it out to the outside there. And uh, the defensive end on that side did a good job for Carney Catholic stepping up there and kind of pushing everything back to the middle. And uh, then eventually Harms, and uh, I think it was Tyler Mestel kind of brought him down for a gain of two. Fritzen's going to put the ball in the stomach of Rogers and finally hands it off to him, and Holtmeyer is going to be there, wrap him up. If Holtmeyer hadn't have finished that tackle, and he did all by himself, there was plenty of other help coming from uh, Grant Bushcutter and others. Yep. That was a great job there by Holtmeyer on that read, and that's going to be a loss of about four on the play, and you knock Cooper Rogers back for a loss of four. You've done something. Yep. You know, like you said, Randy, uh, Fritzen did a good job. He's trying to read and read and read, and then he eventually just gave it to him on that left side. Uh, Cooper and then, uh, you know, Holtmeyer did a really good job of reading and, and kind of stringing that out and uh, making the play. But like you said, there was two or three other guys that were right there just in case uh, he broke loose from Brady, but Brady brought him down too. So it's going to be third and 13 from the 19-yard line. The wind has shifted. It's in the face of Fritzen, who is now uh, rolling out to his right, throws it in underneath. It is a low throw and caught, I believe. Yes, it is. Going down to the ground and uh, coming up with it is uh, Scott Lamone. 
And LeMoyne makes the catch, but it's going to be fourth and ten. Yeah, just coming out of there, you know, running a little bit of an out route on that right side. And uh, Fritzen did a good job rolling out there. A little bit of a low pass, and uh, the guy went down and caught it. But uh, it's going to be fourth and ten for Holdridge right here. So two minutes to go here in quarter number one. And fourth and ten from the 16-yard line. The running back in the backfield is going to be Feeney here. Right next to the quarterback, Fritzen, who's looking to throw. Throws it in traffic, and it is incomplete. And so Carnegie Catholic's defense holds. It was thrown in traffic. They intended to get it inside there for Jaron Anderson, and I don't think there was room for a ball to fit with all those no. hands from all those white jerseys. No, but he tried to run a little bit of an in route right about the uh, five-yard five line, five to seven-yard line there, Randy. And, and like you said, there was two or three guys right there for Carney Catholic. Great defensive play by Carney Catholic. So Holdridge cannot capitalize on the turnover and the great field position at the 40-yard line. They drive sputters at the 16. And now Carney Catholic will have their second play from scrimmage. They're going to line up the, the uh, I formation split out wide to the right. There's three receivers out there. They're going to hand it off to James up the middle, and James is going to bring it out to about the 20. So that will be a gain of four here for Bryce James. Yeah, like you said, Randy, they had trips out here to the right side and then try to get everything spread out so then they maybe be able to get Bryce, you know, breaking it up the middle and on that uh, nice little run for Bryce. But uh, that's one thing they want to do is try to get things spread out against uh, Holdridge here. Various lengths of wide receivers split out to the right. There's four of them on that side for Carney Catholic, one to the left. No backs in the backfield here for Masker, who will throw it. He has a man, and it's off the fingertips and incomplete. That would have taken a great effort there by Mestel to pull that one down at the 49-yard line because it was led maybe a little bit too far, and it goes off his fingertips and incomplete. And by the way, uh, walking and, and being worked on with the uh, training staff here and looking unhappy with his body language is, uh, is young Mr. Cooper. Yep, Cooper Rogers is over on the sideline, Randy, looking a little disappointed on things. Uh, yeah, and uh, you, know, you can't blame him. He wants to get out there and play so bad, but you know, if your body can't go, you can't go. So we'll keep an eye on him. Man in motion coming across. That's going to be Mestel. Rolling out to that side is Masker. Masker's going to throw it in underneath and is not able to connect with Holtmeyer on third and six. So with the incomplete pass, it's now going to be fourth and six and send in the punter. Yep, they had three guys on this side. They sent one deep. John Hoosman went deep, and Brady ran an underneath route, and then uh, I think it was uh, John Bach that kind of ran a little bit of a shorter route, and they tried to hit Brady on that little underneath route there. Uh, just didn't quite connect, so Carney Catholic's going to have to punt here on fourth down. And Grant's counting to see if there's ten guys standing in front of him, and... Uh... He must have used his fingers because he came up with the right answer, and he'll put his foot into it. High kick, and it's going to go down to about the 40-yard line. A little juke there by well, by Anderson, rather. And Anderson just kind of ekes forward, gains about six. Good coverage down there as uh, uh, Cooper Holbrook yep. leading the tackle. Yep, Cooper Holbrook got down there. Good time, like you said. You know, good high kick by Grant. You know, gets it about the 40-yard line, returns it for about seven yards there, but. Good job by Carney Catholic getting down there on the coverage there. So, again, with uh, that wind is kind of shifting a little bit. Sometimes it's a side wind. Sometimes it's at Carney Catholic's back right now. And it's mostly going from one corner of the, the football field to the other far opposite corner. It's going catty corner across the field here. And so Holdridge, I don't know if they really want to throw the ball into this wind a whole lot, but they are going to split out one guy wide, and I do mean wide to the left. And Kane Hampton out there on an island with Grant Bushcutter. 
And uh, in the uh, pistol again is Fritzen. They run this formation a lot. Little counter play off to that right side. And a gain of just a couple of yards for, I think that was uh, number 20 Wells on the uh, carry there, was it not? Yeah, it was. And just going you know, straight ahead, Randy, and you know, trying to fo- follow his blockers you know, up the middle. Uh, he got a full back on that side, and then he's got a couple of you know guys out, big guys out here on this left side, fi- trying to find what they can. You know, just following his blocks and picks up about two yards on the play. Yeah, and again, Cooper Rogers is on the bench at the moment as they are going to try to protect him a little bit. And off to Wells. Wells trying to go off tackle does, and the uh, he's in a a pile there, and uh, they unstack it. That's going to be a nice gain of about three. Now, this is the same offensive line. Cooper mm-hmm. Rogers may not be out there, but this is the same offensive line that got Cooper Rogers 1,354 yards coming into this game. Yep, and that's exactly right, Randy. You know, that's one thing that Coach Calling said. Their line is very good, and uh, do, they do a good job up front. Uh, and like you said, you know, they got Cooper Rogers a lot of those yards because they can open those holes up. Well, the clock runs out on Holdridge here. Now the wind will be somewhat at their back as we'll start the second quarter. No score here between the Dusters and the uh, Stars here from Kiefer Field in Holdridge. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this timeout. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service. From seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC here at beautiful Kiefer Field, just just across the parking lot from Holdridge High School. Uh, nice. Uh, this is always a, a nice venue. It's very open, so the wind really does impact things. There are some trees behind the Carney Catholic fans and stuff, and a, and a nice kind of old-style kind of concrete uh, b- uh, grandstand on the near side here. Handoff right up the middle here on third down. Not a lot of room there for Wells, and they're going to unstack it. And this is going to be close to that first down. They needed three yards, and they got 3.1. Yeah, and just on, off that right side, Holdridge's right side, they just ran an ISO, and that's one thing that Coach Collins said they like to do. They love to follow that big old fullback and, uh, you know, f- you know, see what he can do as far as blocking and getting a hat on those linebackers and to see what they can do out of that. And like you said, Randy, just enough to pick up the first down. They've only handed off to the fullback about four times all season. Not an exaggeration. And they will hand off here to Wells. Wells. Uh, gets to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Great line surge there by Carney Catholic, led by a- Andrew Harms there, and Mestel came in right behind uh, uh, Harms and also in on the tackle is Brungart. Yep, and like you said, Randy, you know, that, that, I think that's exactly what Holder is going to try to do is, you know, minimize this game and try to, you know, run the football, keep, it, keep the clock going and see what they can do with those big guys up front. Carney Catholic did a really good job, like you said, those guys up front and then Mestel in the middle linebacker position on that last play. No score here in the ball game. We're at the 11-minute mark of quarter number two. Out of the pistol is Fritzen on second and nine. He's going to look to throw on play action. Steps up under some pressure. A high throw, and it is incomplete. And uh, there's flags all over the place. Yep. Going down the sideline here. second one looked like offensive pass interference yep. to me. Yep, and uh, going down the sideline here, they faked that handoff trying to hit uh, you know, the sideline route there. Uh, we'll have to kind of see what they're calling on this one, but uh, they tried to hit that route on this. Pass interference on the defense, and they're not going to call the second one. I saw the second one. Yep. There was an early flag, 
There was an early flag. Right and they're going to call pass interference on Carney Catholic and not the secondary pass interference on what was nearly an interception. Yep, yep, you're exactly right, Randy. You're going and down I the wonder, and I don't know, I wonder if because of the previous pass interference, do you wave off the second one because the, 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 the offensive player is trying to stop the, pass, the yep. interception because of the action by the defensive player. Yep. That might actually be the right call here. Be first and 10 from the 26, even if they did see pass interference. Hand off to Feeney right up the middle, and uh, somebody loses a helmet here for Holdridge, and there is a flag down on the play without his helmet at the moment is uh, big number 55, Hunter Bren. Oh, personal foul on Carney Catholic or something they called Randy. Well, that might be grabbing that face mask because uh, he, he acted like he was something had happened, yep. and he didn't have a helmet. And those are two factors that you kind of put together and think, all right, Carney Catholic grabbed the helmet on yep. the play, and that'll be, I am sure, going to be a 15-yard penalty here. Yeah, and that's exactly, you know, like you said, number 55 all of a sudden doesn't have a helmet. He's pulling on that situation, and, and all of a sudden he doesn't have a helmet for uh, Holdridge there, and then they mark this off against Carney Catholic. Well, in the last two plays, 30 yards of penalties against the Stars, and this is a good enough offense. They're, yep. they're the number four offense in the state. They're a good enough offense. You don't need to help them. So it will be first and 10 from about the 10-yard line as they're in the Platte Valley Auto of Carney Red Zone. And they wind the clock here now with 10.45 to go in the uh, second quarter. And out of the pistol is going to be Fritzen. Fritzen, little zone read, keeps it himself, and he's going to be stuffed there. There wasn't anywhere to go. The, the uh, handoff to Feeney, that wasn't going to work. And Fritzen had nowhere to go as well. And just look at Cooper Rogers on the sideline. Just look how dejected that young man yeah. is. He has his head between his legs like he just he lost the game instead yeah. of just not being able to play in it. It's yep. clear he wants to be out there. Yeah, definitely wants to be out there in this situation here. You know, like you said, that last play, Randy, you know, Fritzen did a pretty good job because he looked and he's going to one to hand it off, one to hand off, nothing there. So he pulls it and tries to pick up whatever he can. And Carney Catholic did a really good job up front and making some penetration for no gain for Holdridge there. So it'll be second and 10 from the 13, and they blow a whistle right at the snap. And uh, the Carney Catholic called timeout just before the snap. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 9.57 to go here. Quarter number two. No score, but Holdridge has it now. Second and 10 from the 13. They're threatening the score, and we come back right after this. Buzz's Marine is bringing Christmas to your family early. At Buzz's Marine, we have been creating family memories since 1956. This year, our elves have outdone themselves and have our certified used boats detailed and inside. Don't wait. Get to Buzz's Marine today before our 36th annual used boat show, January 9th through the 16th, and get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Financing is available on everything from pontoons, deck boats, sport boats, and fishing boats. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back here to Holdridge and the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth as Kearney Catholic right now trying to stiffen defensively. Wasn't very comfortable with what they had uh, set up out there. They called a timeout. And we'll see what they have in mind here as uh, they take out, uh, they take their first timeout. Out of the pistol formation is going to be Fritzen. And they run out of this formation almost exclusively and hand it off to Feeney. Feeney going right through the middle, kind of pours off of that first block, and he's going to bring it across the 10-yard uh, the line. 
So he's going to end up gaining about five on the play when they unstack it. And they wanted to kind of go off that off tackle on that right side there. Randy and Feeney did a good job because that got clogged up big time, and he just kind of cut it off a little bit towards the middle uh, to pick up some a uh, little bit of yardage on that one. But a good run by Feeney on that one because the, where the initial part where he wanted to on that right side was all stacked up for him. They do kick field goals, but they've only tried five attempts all season, and they're one out of five. So I think you're probably looking at four-down territory here as they'll hand it off to Feeney. Feeney jumps over the pile, and with that forward progress, he's going to be close, but I think short of the first down marker. Yep, just taking it to that left side, like you said, Randy. He got there, and he jumped up and over the pile on that one. Uh, he got it to about the look like oh. about the five-yard line, maybe. He only gained about one yard, and that was because of the jump. Yep. So that's good line surge there by Carney Catholic. Again, from our angle, it's kind of hard to see exactly you know, where, they're, where yep. they stack it, and we're not making excuses here. That's just the nature of the business. When he jumped, I thought he might be a little bit closer to that first down marker, but as it stands, it's going to be fourth, and we'll call it four from uh, about the eight-yard line. Like you said, Randy, a great line surge by Carney Catholic on that last play. And Feeney, very short pistol here. He's going to roll out, and he's looking to throw. Throws it in underneath. Has a man. Touchdown. Yep, just rolled out to that left side, Randy. They faked that handoff to Feeney going to the left side. He rolled out uh, to the right side on his, and he rolled out to the left side and hit the guy underneath on. And that was Jackson Burning. Yep. And just a nice play, nice design, because Carney Catholic really came up on that on that run play, and then he rolled out to that left side and then dumped it underneath there to Jackson Bernie. And there is a flag down. Is it not? No, I'm sorry. Just weird. Uh, I think that's things. a big, big yellow leaf. Yeah, thanks. Because it was standing around. right in front of the official, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, why is nothing happening here? So trying the extra point is going to be Feeney. Schroeder and Feeney kind of alternate uh, kicking. High snap, and the kick is up. It is high. It looks left to me, but it is good. And the point is up and good. A nice high kick there by Feeney. And with 8.22 to go here in the first half, it's now 7 to nothing Holdridge. As the Dusters will kick it off to the Stars, we come back right after this. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth as uh, Carney Catholic surrenders the touchdown here as Holdridge was able to march the uh, ball right down the field, aided by two 15-yard penalties. We have to keep that in mind as well. Yeah, definitely, you know, uh, those two 15-yard penalties got them down there, you know, to where, you know, they had some things that they wanted to do and stuff, Randy, but uh, like you said, the 15-yard penalties were huge for Holdridge on that one with a pass interference and then a grabbing of the face mask, I think, call on uh, Carney Catholic and getting the uh, 15 yards on both those and putting them down there into uh, scoring territory. Yeah, uh, and whoever grabbed that face mask uh, there did not get cheated because they took off the whole helmet. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, and again, uh, a nice hold there on the extra point to get yeah. the uh, get that extra, and again, that point might become crucial. We'll talk about that here in just a moment as Schroeder will kick it off, and Schroeder with a high kick, 
Picked up by the uh, Stars. I think that's uh, yeah, that's James. James trying to get the edge and has a little bit of blocking out there. He's going to bring it across the 20 to about the 25-yard line. But that high snap and then uh, able to get it down, and then Feeney was able to kick it. And I mean, that ball was up high. It had snow on it when it came down, and it was good for the extra point. That special teams moment brought to you by the special people at Acera Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call the Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. First and 10 for the Stars at the 26-yard line. Long count here for Masker, who does not have a back in the backfield. High snap there, and they're able to handle it off on the jet sweep. And boy, Holdridge diagnoses that pretty well. As Carney Catholic's going to be lucky to get that back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be just about it here for Pacheco. Yeah, as number nine for uh, Feeney. Feeney did a good job of stepping right up in there, Randy. He, he saw that jet sweep coming, and he came out and uh, got his hand on him, slowed Pacheco down enough that uh, other people could get there, and Carney uh, Catholic's going to be you know, a little bit of a loss on this play. Yeah, it's going to lose about a yard, maybe a yard and a half. We'll call it a loss of one, and we'll make it now second and 11 from about the 24-yard line. Needing 11 yards, number 11 will call for the snap here. Masker has one back in the backfield. That's going to be James, and they'll put the ball in his stomach. He goes right up the middle, has a little seam, a little stiff arm, brings it across the 35 to about the 37-yard line. That'll be a gain of 13 on the play, and that will move the chains here for Carney Catholic. Yep, as they had trips to the right, another single guy out here to the left getting everything kind of spread out, and then Holdridge had one linebacker in there, Randy, in the middle, but it's, uh, you know, when Bryce gets a little bit of momentum, gets a little bit of a hole there, and the line up front did a good job for Carney Catholic, and he picks up the first down for Carney Catholic. And I know I said this last week, but they actually had a reception in what I thought was a running play last week. Bryce James now over 1,000 yards rushing on the season. Now I have it right at uh, 1,012. They hand it off to him again, and there's a lot of dusters coming up with ill intent who are going to bring him down at about the 36-yard line. He might lose about a half yard there as he just wasn't quick enough to outrun five different guys with five different angles at him. Yep, exactly right. When he got that handoff, there was a, there was a line surge by uh, Holdridge there, and then he jetted it out here to the left, and then these linebackers and corners just came flying up there at Bryce James. Uh, but uh, Bryce did a good job to get the ball back up to the line of scrimmage. So it will be, we'll call it second and 11 here, as he lost about the length of the football. Mm-hmm. And again, now that pistol is going to be Masker. Trips to his right, hands it off to James. James cuts back to the inside and a good job fighting through the block there by Quentin Hayden as he's able to make the tackle. Yeah, Quentin did a good job of coming up there, like you said, fighting off the block on this left side here as Bryce tries to take it and go get out here to this left side. And uh, those guys did a good job of fighting off their blocks and the linebackers came flowing in there for Holdridge also. St. Cecilia now leading Sandy Creek 21 to nothing in Class C2. That's in the second quarter on our sister station, KICS. And the Royals are up in the bottom of the second over Toronto, 1 to nothing. We'll deliver the scores for you on uh, Platte River Radio. Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers your dream furniture right to your door. No backs in the backfield here for Masker. Trips to the right. And now a man in motion coming across. Uh, that's uh, the ball's going to be handed off on that far side and throwing it deep is uh, going to be Kaiser, and Kaiser trying to connect over there with Mestel, and it is incomplete on kind of a jet sweep pass that falls incomplete here for the Stars. Yep, you know, getting that uh, you know jet sweep action out of it on there, and then trying to hit the uh, guy on the outside going down the sideline there, Randy. 
had a little bit of a step on him and stuff, but uh, didn't quite connect with uh, Mestalon going down there. So Bushcutter will have to punt here. Fourth and nine from their own 38-yard line. So Grant will be putting the foot into it at about the 26-yard line or so. And uh, Mestalon, a late arriver on the scene here as he's uh, lining up for a little bit of protection. Good snap. Pressure comes, but the left-footed kick is going to be picked up with a fair catch by Alex Wells at uh, the 35-yard line. Yep, just uh, you know, like you said, Randy, you know, good snap on that one. Uh, you know, Grant gets that thing out there. You got the wind coming into him. Uh, Wells comes up there and just makes a fair catch right at the 35-yard line for Holdridge. So the Stars back on defense, trailing it now seven to nothing. Five and a half minutes to go here before halftime. At halftime, we'll have a report at the from the state cross country meet from Doug Duda. You were there as well. Yep. <laughs> it's a great day to run today, you know, because the sun did come out, and it was it was a nice day to run today. And Hunter, you said, did, did well. Yeah, Hunter did a real good job, uh, you know, for Carney Catholic today. First and 10 from the 35, and Fritzen's going to keep it right up the middle on a little zone read, and eventually Michael Daniel is going to get a part of the tackle there with uh, Holtmeyer, but they're going to end up gaining about six on the play. Yep, just a little bit of a zone read, try, you know, going to the left side, uh, you know, and, and faking it to the left side. And then he comes back here to the right side, did uh, Fritzen, and going, following his blockers, and a nice little run for him, picking up about five, six yards on the play. Royal score another run. They're now up two to nothing in the bottom of the second, hoping to punch their ticket and host the Mets in the World Series. Hand off to Wells up the middle, finds a little bit of a seam. It looked like he was going to get only about two yards and then found a little gap through there and ends up gaining about six on the play. So that will move the chains here as the chain gang moving those chains just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they will get you home. And Carney Catholic now with the ball at the 46-yard line really wants to stiffen here because the closer to the goal line, the more likely it's going to be four-down territory and the harder it is to stop this running attack. Hand off the Wells up the middle, trying to cut back, and Mers is able to hold on to him, and they eventually bring him down. But they're going to give him forward progress, a gain of about three there for Wells. Yep. You know, there's, that's what they're trying to do here. Holdridge is, Randy, you know, is, is just grind this out. Uh, you know, to, you know those linemen up front trying to open up some holes for Holdridge. And they're, you know, on those first two plays that they got the football, you know, both of them about five, six yards on that one. This one here wasn't quite as much, but that's one thing that Holdridge will try to do is just grind some things out. So just to the uh, right of the quarterback is going to be the big fullback, Peyton Kidder. And we'll, he's often going to lead that up the middle, and he does here, but there is a flag down. We've got a legal procedure. And uh, Kidder actually came through the hole, kind of that ISO. Didn't have yep. anybody to block. I mean, it was so well blocked by the alignment up front, and maybe it's because the lineman <laughs> left a little bit early yeah. and uh, you know left before the snap. And it's, it's easier to block if you're the only one moving. Yeah, exactly right, Randy. And that's what you know what you said. Uh, you know, just a little bit of legal procedure on there, moving just a little bit before the snap, right there, moving them back five yards for Holdridge. So it is going to set up now second and about twelve and a half here. Three forty-four to go before halftime. Seven nothing Holdridge with the lead and the football here, as they're trying to approach midfield. They've got to cross midfield and get it across about the forty-four yard line to get a first down. Out of the pistol is Fritzen. Fritzen. Little play-action fake, and Bryce James doesn't buy it. He's able to wrap him up. 
Fritzen trying to slip out of there, but by the time uh, he he didn't get out of Bryce James's hands, and uh, Fritzen looked up and Andrew Harms was coming and about three other guys, and he said, "You know, I'm just, I'm done. Yep. I'm done. I'm just going to take it right there where it was at." Uh, you know, he wanted to get a guy down the sideline, and they had another guy running an underneath route. Randy, the sideline guy, was covered by John Bach real well. And like you said, uh, Bryce James came firing up there. So didn't uh, Andrew Harms come firing up there. And Fritzen did a good job of not just going, oh, I'm going to throw it down there. He just said, I'm just going to eat this one and take the sack right here. Yeah, so it's going to set up now third and 20. The ball is about the 36-yard line. they got to cross the 50 and get about to the uh, uh, 44, and they're going to back up another five yards here because they had a delay of game. And so they'll back up five more, and it'll be third and 25. A reminder for you that uh, all of our games that we do on Platte River Radio, in fact, some of the games not even on the radio, uh, will stream live for you. And that internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit and go Lopers tomorrow against the Gorillas. Yep, definitely. Third and 25. Fritzen's going to roll out. Obvious passing situation, and he's going to throw the ball. Lobs it out there, and it's going to be caught by the Stars, but uh, somebody that has his helmet in his hand because he's out there near the track. He just threw that one away. Good coverage there by the Stars. Yep, as he rolled out to his left side, uh, and Carney Catholic's right side, they did a great job of covering all the underneath routes. They hit a guy, you know, coming across, trying to hit a guy coming across the middle that he was covered. You know, Carney Catholic did a real good job of coverage there. So Schroeder back to punt, Bach back to uh, return it here for Carney Catholic. And Schroeder is standing at the 16-yard line, so he'll probably kick it at about the 20. And uh, the wind has shifted. It's right behind his back now. Carney comes with a little bit of pressure. High kick is going to hit the turf. Bach's going to get away from it, and that's going to cost him about 15 yards. It's just going to roll down to about the 15-yard line. But it, it just was in kind of an awkward area there, and it had kind of a weird spin to it. And there's worse things than letting the ball hit the ground, and that is uh, not fielding it cleanly. So if Bach didn't feel like he could field it cleanly, that was the right call. Yep, you know, and, and it was one of those, you know, he would have had to come running up really hard to try to even get to that one. And he just felt like, you know, just let it go. And then, like you said, it had kind of one of those weird bounces, but yet a good bounce. And there was good coverage. If he comes running up yep. like that, he might run into one of the Holdridge players, and it might it still turn into a fumble. So first and 10 from the 15 stars have not completed a pass yet in the game. Masker is uh, going to pitch the ball out here to James. James, a little hesitation, cuts back to the inside, and he's going to gain only a couple of yards. A lot of east-west on that one, and only about one yard of north-south. Yep, and he, you know, they did a good job. Did Holder just stringing it out there, Randy, and because uh, he uh, Masker wanted to pitch it earlier, but the, they just kind of slide, slide, sliding down the line, and then they finally took Masker, and then he pitched it out to James, and James made a, one or two guys miss, and man, uh, you know, did a good job of getting what he could on that. Play. And it ends up being about three. I said about one, but it ends up being a gain of about three. We'll call it here second and seven, and Holtmeyer is going to move to the slot on the right side. There's now going to be trips to the right. One to the left, which is the wide side of the field. And now James is going to move out to that narrow side as well. Masker looking that direction, throws it down the sideline, and it's going to be incomplete. He missed the target. He threw it behind James, who was open. And Masker just not in rhythm right now as he throws that one incomplete. He has not completed the pass yet. Yep, is that... They had guys on that side, and they kind of ran a little bit of an in route with one and going down the sideline with James, and uh, he just did not connect. Like you said, just threw it behind him. James was open and had a stride on his guy, but uh, did not connect with him. So third and six from the 19-yard line, 
And there's a lot of different ways to look at this, being down seven to nothing. One of them is you're fortunate you're down only seven to nothing. You will get the ball first to start the second half, so I don't know how crazy the offensive uh, play calling will be here. Masker out of the pistol. We'll hand the ball off to James. James comes right up the middle, and he's going to gain a pittance, and that's going to be it. And they blow the ball dead. It did come out late, but his forward progress was stopped uh, well before then. And Holdridge is going to call a timeout to conserve a little bit of time here with a minute 26 to go. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. We'll keep it right here because we're only a minute 26 away from uh, our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. It gives us a chance to take a look at some of those scores. Uh, Gothenburg right now leading Ord 17 to nothing, and Ord needs to find some way to come back and beat the Swedes. Even if Carney Catholic wins this game, a Gothenburg win would probably end the season for Carney Catholic in terms of making the playoffs. No report between GICC and St. Paul. Stars need the Crusaders to win in that one. Also, no report between Ogallala and Gordon Rushville. That one's being played uh, out in uh, Gordon Rushville, and uh, so they have not uh, kicked that one off yet because they're in the mountain time zone. Again, we'll deliver the scores for you here on Platte River Radio. Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers your dream furniture right to your door. Bush Cutter in punt formation here, and he'll put that left foot into it. It's going to be a low line drive kick, bouncing around, and it bounced over Wells, who was trying to get out of the way. So a little bit of a lucky break there for the uh, Dusters, and uh, that was not a great-looking punt there, but had a nice effect to it, kind of almost a rugby kind of effect here for Carney Catholic as there was no return. And the ball is down at the 42-yard line. And with one timeout left and not passing the ball real well, Holdridge, let's see what they have in mind here. Yeah, I, I think they were trying to get you know a little bit of a return set up there, Randy. But like you said, you know, Grant did a good job you know, getting that little bit of kind of a rugby-style kickoff then, or, kick, or punt in, and then making it roll and roll and roll. And then Holdridge tried to come up there, and the ball bounced over the guy, uh, you know, getting the ball here at the 42. They got Bernie isolated on the far side, but they're going to hand the ball up to Feeney right up the middle. And Feeney's going to be tripped up by... Uh, by Carney Catholic uh, defensive lineman, and he stands up. It's Michael Daniel who uh, made the play, but it's still going to be a gain of about uh, six and a half on the play. Yeah, Feeney just taking it to that right side uh, you know, of the line for Holdridge going right up the middle on that one, gaining about six yards on the play. One timeout left here for the Dusters. 51 seconds to go before halftime. Rolling out is going to be Fritzen. Fritzen's going to throw it in, and they're trying the hook and ladder. They do pitch it back out after the catch. Wells has it, but then Wells is knocked out of bounds. Yep. Grant did a good job on the coverage on that one, Randy, because the guy did the hook. You know, Grant was right there, and he kind of made the tack. You know, you know, right there to make the tackle, and then they pitched it, and then Grant's the one that you know went off that tackle and, and kind of knocked the guy out of bounds on that one too. So that's going to end up being a gain of about ten on the play, and a hook and ladder that goes for only ten yards is kind of a win here yeah. for Carney Catholic as Bernie actually gets all 10 of those yards because he's the one who ended up with football. Fritzen's going to roll out, throws it off on that right side, and it's going to be caught by Andrew Larson. Did he stay in bounds, or did it fall incomplete? Yeah, Larson I looked to me like they're spotting it, and yeah. I saw the Carney, the Holdridge coaches wave it off. Yeah, he stayed yeah. in bounds. Yep. That's why they wanted an incomplete pass. It's a gain here of about uh, seven on the play, but uh, that clock is moving. Fritzen now with 27 seconds left, has it second and three. He's going to throw it off on that right side, a diving attempt, and they are going to spot it. 
Not bad coverage, nope. but you do that little slant and then come back as hard as Bernie did diving for the ball. There isn't a whole lot you can do coverage-wise. No, nope. and that and that pass was delivered right when he did that little bit of a you know curl route on that Randy driving that guy off and then coming back on that getting the ball down to the twenty-five here. So that's uh, that's a nice little gain of about twelve on the play. Fritzen again a quick throw. This is going to be a double pass if they can get it off. It's lobbed up in the air and Carney Catholic has a chance at the interception and it falls incomplete. Hoosman could not track it down. They got here to Feeney, and Feeney went right in his grill through probably an ill-advised pass. But, you know, with seven, seven seconds yep. left, how ill-advised is it? Yep. Throwing it to the end zone. Exactly. It, but it falls incomplete. Yep, trying that little double pass out here. And Carney Catholic did a good job. John Hoosman did not, you know, come up on it. He just went with his guy. And then there was a couple guys. Bryce James, I think, was out here, and John Bach were out here to put that pressure on him to make him throw that pass on that one. Well, the timeout here for Holdridge, their last of the um, first half here. So they're going to have to get it either in the end zone or out of bounds on this play because uh, even with the stoppage to move the chains, I can't imagine they'll get another playoff. So this will be the final play, I'm sure, of the first half. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership, Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. They're now top of the third at the K and uh, Carney, uh, Kansas City up uh, 2 nothing. I see the KC there. I think Carney Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am doing a Carney Catholic game. Yep. So it's nice, nice to see the uh, Royals up 2 to nothing. And uh, <laughs> and if the if the stars can hold here, you know, really Holdridge has had the better of it here in the in the first half. Yeah, and they're going to try a appears a very long field goal here. Blake Schroeder is going to be trying about a forty two, uh, yeah, forty three yard field goal and a bad spot, and he puts his foot into, it, and that's going to be well short. It's going to end up being probably about ten yards short there, and there's one point nine seconds left here for Carney Catholic. He's now one out of uh, six on the season, but that one uh, had the, a little bit of help from the wind, yep. but uh, the spot didn't help him. It kind of slowed him down, and he did a nice job of getting off what he got off. Yeah, exactly right, Randy. You know, it was one of those that uh, you know the, the spot didn't get quite down in time, and he's kind of his momentum was coming forward, and uh, you know he had to basically take about a one step and can try to punch that thing through there. It came up short, and Carney Catholic gets it at the twenty. Yeah, it, he's he's an old style kicker yep. too. There, <laughs> straight on kind of deal. So Masker out of that pistol. Takes the snap, hands it to James. James looking for a block. Uh, doesn't get it. He's going to be down at about the 27, 28-yard line. So it'll be a gain of eight that ends the first half of play here at Kiefer Field. We're at halftime. 7-0 Holdridge with the lead. Stars, uh, again, outplayed here in the first half, offensively anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've also turned the ball over one time, gave uh, Holdridge pretty good field position with that. Stars were able to hold on that position, uh, possession. But uh, eventually, because Carnegie Catholic has not completed a pass yet in the uh, first half here, uh, they've kind of lost that, that, that field attrition. And uh, that's one reason why Holdridge right now is up 7 nothing. Yep, and then, you know, Holdridge got their score like we told you once before, you know, they aided by a couple of 15-yard penalties from Carney Catholic that moved the football up there for first downs and getting them in great field position. But, you know, Holdridge had the field position to start off with and things as they moved the football down the field and then, uh, you know, kind of stalled out. And then Carney Catholic, the very first play that they had, uh, Bryce went up the middle for about a 12-yard gain and a guy, the safety, I couldn't, I didn't know who's, who was that back there, but uh, he came in and put the helmet right on his elbow and that 
that popped that ball loose and it rolled about 10, 12 yards downfield and Holdridge pounced on it to have really good field position again. And uh, they moved the football a little bit, but uh, you know was, uh, was stopped by Carney Catholic. Uh, and like you said, Carney Catholic hasn't been able to complete the passes uh, that they wanted to on certain things. Uh, they've had a couple of guys open that just haven't quite connected on the things. But if they do get some things uh, going and get some connections with those guys, uh, you know, some big plays can happen out there for Carney Catholic. But right now, you know, as far as offensively goes, you know, Holdridge is moving the football a little bit on Carney Catholic. Uh, you know, as uh, you know, Caleb said back in the uh, studios there, geez, was that clock just running the whole time on that first quarter? Because it took about 20 minutes to run 12 minutes off the clock uh, as far as the uh, – you know, it was 7:20 when uh, the, the uh, first quarter went through, and it was just because Holdridge got the football so many times. Because when Carney Catholic had it, they they fumbled it right off the bat, and then they, you know, a couple more, three, four more plays, and you know, but they're running the football and uh, keeping the ball in bounds. Yeah, and again, a little concerning for for Carney Catholic. Holdridge deeper on the line. Mm-hmm. They 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 bring out a, a fresh offensive and defensive line. Rotate about nine guys, both offensively and defensively, all the way through there. I don't mean 18 guys, nine yep. playing those. Uh, Four those about eight positions there, and uh, they, as the game goes on, if Carney Catholic does not possess the football, yep. uh, they're going to get worn down here. So troublesome, but Carney Catholic still not in bad shape yep. here. Seven to nothing, they trail here at intermission. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Stars trailing the Dusters here at Kiefer Field, seven to nothing. We'll be back with our halftime right after this timeout. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. The Holdridge Marching Band putting out their field competition show here. The last uh, game of the season, regular season game here for the Dusters. And if they hold on to this 7-0 lead for against Carney Catholic, they most assuredly would host at least one wild uh, one uh, playoff game as well. Carney Catholic. Catholic, hoping to win tonight at 6-3 and three and hope that that is going to be enough to get into the uh, state playoffs. Uh, but we'll check that information for you as well. They're going to have to get something going here, Don Lease, because yep. uh, right now they've got about, what I say, 36 yards of total offense here in the first half. Yep, and that's just not going to you know, get it done, Randy. Uh, you got to be able to complete some of those passes and uh, you know get some things going downfield. Uh, Carney Catholic's known for and stuff, but uh, you know right now they just have not connected with some of 
the guys downfield. And, uh, you know, 36 total yards here in one half right now. Well, let's go through all the numbers that we have for you. We'll begin, first of all, with our scoring summary. Only one uh, touchdown so far here in the ballgame. It came with 8.22 to go in the first quarter. That's when Holdridge's quarterback, Caden Fritzen, hit Jackson Burney on a six-yard pass on fourth down. That made it 7 to nothing with the extra point. Carney Catholic uh, has, has not really threatened at all. Uh, here in the ball game, and we'll talk about that here with our numbers. Cooper Rogers right now, um, not the leading rusher at the moment and won't be in the game because Cooper Rogers had, played the first series, but then they took him out of the ball game, and you could tell by his body language he ain't getting back in as Cooper Rogers has carried the ball eight times for 17 yards. So right now he's got uh, 1,371 yards rushing as they'll head into the playoffs because I'm sure Cooper Rogers will not see any action. He's got 17 yards on eight carries here in the first half. Alex Wells has been doing most of the carrying after Rogers went out. He has six carries for 19 yards. Cole Feeney, three carries for 12 yards. And the quarterback, Caden Fritzen, has five carries for eight yards here in the first half. Fritzen is 9-14 in the air for uh, 68 yards. So 68 yards in the air, and I did not total up uh, all their numbers here, but it would be about uh, 150 yards of total offense for Holdridge, which is not a bad number for the Carney Catholic defense, except Carney Catholic's offense hasn't really gotten going. Matt Masker is uh, 0 for 3 throwing the football here in the first half. Bryce James has carried the ball uh, seven times for 36 yards, and folks, them's the numbers. I mean, that's, uh, that's just about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eric Pacheco carried the ball one time for a uh, negative one yard on that uh, jet sweep. So uh, only 35 yards of total offense here in the first half. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your sports wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. So uh, the star is being held to 35 yards of total offense in the first half and uh, doing a nice job of uh, slowing down Holdridge, who, again, is, doesn't have Cooper Rogers, but even when Rogers was out there, yep. to me, he looked healthy, and Kearney Catholic was doing a good job of curbing him. So the defense is holding up their end of the bargain here for the Stars. Yep, definitely, Randy. Uh, you know, that's one thing that they were really, you know, they put in a couple of new uh, kind of defenses that they were going to run tonight, uh, and it, it's it's working. You know they're they're kind of funneling things and making sure that they don't get outside, uh, especially when Cooper Rogers was in there. They wanted to make sure that he didn't get to the outside. Uh, but uh, you know they've done a good, really good job. You know off or defensively of you know being in there, being in the right spots, getting some pressure sometimes, and sometimes you know the 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 secondary when they have kind of faked that handoffs and stuff the secondary's done a really good job of covering and things randy it's uh you know been a very very if you like a defensive football game, this has been a very good defensive football game. With the exception of the two 15-yard penalties on the drive yep. that Holdridge got the points on, it's been a pretty clean-played football game. It's been a well-played football game. It's been a it's been a, a well-played game, but it is a very defensive game. By the way, at Norfolk, number eight Norfolk, Carney right now is trailing the Panthers 14 to six. At last report, that one was in the first quarter. We'll check some more scores for you. Plus, we'll have a report from Doug Duda from the state cross-country meet in about 30 seconds. As we continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Once again, the Nebraska State High School cross-country meet was contested at the Kearney Country Club, and the 2015 meet got away with some pretty good weather today. A little cool for the last couple of races for the Class D and B boys, but overall way better than yesterday. And here is a recap of the team results and area finishes. In Class A, it was the biggest margin of victory in the Class A boys. Millard West wins it by 52 points. They had 48 to Fremont's 100. Creighton Prep was third. Seth Hirsch of Millard West was your state champion individually no medalist but Loggins Corey of Grand Island 32nd Matt Thurston of Kearney High was 37th in the class A girls Papillion La Vista South wins it by seven points over Millard West Lincoln Pius the 10th was third Kearney finished in fifth led by Rita Schnocker who was 12th overall in the class B boys race today a one-point win by Mount Michael over Plattsmouth Lexington finished third Aurora was fifth John Mark Shields of Aurora of Lexington finished in fourth Grant Moody of Aurora was 5th for Holdridge. Trent Anderson finished in 14th. Elsewhere, Hastings' Nathaniel Hartwell was 25th and Dalton Sad 49th. Devin Logston of Holdridge finished in 40th, 54th for Mitch Fisher of Grand Island Northwest. The individual champion in the uh, Class B boys race today uh, ran an outstanding race and bringing it home was Omaha Gross's Jackson Larson. Moving on to the Class B girls, it was Elkhorn South, 6 better than Scott's Bluff. Elkhorn High was third, Aurora fourth, and Lexington finished in tenth. Individually, the state champion is going to be brought home in the uh, Class B girls by Gretna's Maisie Larson. Jonah Bart of Aurora was sixth, and Holdridge's Bailey Barnett finished in 14th. Other runners of note for Hastings, Maddie Douglas, 59th. For Northwest, Maddie Baugh, 29th. And leading the way for Lexington, Leah Treffer finished in 36th. In the Class C boys race today, your state champion went to Milford for the fourth consecutive year. They avenged their district loss to Minden, beating them by two points. The Whippets finishes the runner-up, just another two points ahead of Syracuse. Adams Central finished in 11th, led by Nick Lindblad, who was 11th individually. Aiden Wheelock and Leobardo Inguez of Minden were 14th and 15th overall. Kearney Catholic's Hunter Ozentoski represented the Stars today, and he finished in 42nd place. The Class C girls goes to Boone Central, Newman Grove. Kozad edges Sydney by a point for the runner-up trophy. Adams Central was 4th. Gothenburg was 6th. The state champion freshman Tyus Skelton of Fort Calhoun. Zoe Ritz of Ord, the runner-up. Sophia Conant of Adams Central third. Her teammate Karis Heiser was 15th. Broken Bow's Lexi Foster finished in 12th. And even though Kozad was the runner-up as a team, they did not have a medalist today. And finally, the Class D boys. It was 81 all. Malcolm wins it with the tiebreaker over UTAN. Bridgeport was third. Donovan Trumbull 10th. Bertrand Loomis 13th. Wilcox Hildreth 17th. And Ravenna 8th. 18th, the Class D boys won by Elijah Frazier of Aquinas Catholic. As far as medalists from our listening area, St. Cecilia's Justin Vrooman finished in 5th. Cole Kennedy of Bertrand Loomis was 15th. 
Both Nebraska Christian runners, they didn't get here as a team, but they medaled Nolan Comacher third, and Brendan Nokelby finished in sixth. As far as some of the teams that made it but didn't have a medalist, Donovan Trumbull was led by Robert Gans in 26th, Ravenna was led by Cade Lockhorn in 64th, and Caleb Springer led the way for Wilcox Hildreth in 82nd. The Class D girls for the 10th consecutive year, a state record. Crofton wins the title with 34 points. Malcolm edges Ainsworth on the tiebreaker for the runner-up. Donovan Trumbull ninth, Bertrand Loomis 11th, Ravenna 12th, and Hastings St. Cecilia was 15th. Haley Arns of Crofton was your state champion. Donovan Trumbull's Maddie Quist was third. Katie Kempstead of Nebraska Christian finished in fifth. Teams that qualified but didn't have a medalist. Ravenna's Victoria Bits led the way with 28th. Bertrand Loomis, Michaela Marcy, 49th. And Lauren Parr led the way for Hastings St. Cecilia in 58th place. And that puts a wrap on the 2015 State High School Cross Country Meet. I'm Doug Duda. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar in Kearney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-depth TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Kearney. And welcome Back here to Kiefer Field in Holdridge for the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Seven to nothing. Holdridge has the lead. And let's get you updated on other scores from around the state. We uh, mentioned it earlier that uh, Carney is trailing at number eight Norfolk, 14 to six. That game at last report was in the first quarter. Second ranked Bellevue West has a 21 to 12 lead over third ranked Omaha Central. That game is for the uh, district championship. And again, uh, that uh, is out in Bellevue. No report yet from fifth-ranked Grand Island as they host Bernie Madison and uh, North Platte, the Finding Madisons. Yep. In Class B, the uh, district title game on our sister station, KHAS. Right now, it looks like uh, McCook might be winning the district title. As sixth-ranked McCook has a 23-0 lead over Adam Central. Third-ranked York being shut out at home by fourth-ranked Aurora. The Huskies 24 to nothing over the Dukes in the second quarter. At halftime, Pius has a 21-6 lead over Beatrice. Plattsmith, fifth in Class B. They have a uh, 14-7 lead at Waverly at halftime. Also at halftime, seventh-ranked Gretna, 14, top-ranked Elkhorn South, nothing. Again at halftime, a 14-0 lead for the Dragons in the game of the night in Class B. Hastings, 12-0, their lead right now at Lexington at halftime. Grand Island Northwest and Seward are tied 7-all in the first quarter. The Vikings are rated number 10 in Class B. Scott's Bluff and Alliance, no report on that game. Let's check that. Uh, we have a report. The score is 0-0. Zero zero. Here in Class C-1, Holdridge with the lead over Kearney Catholic by a count of 7 to nothing. Gothenburg now leading Ord 31 to nothing. So Kearney Catholic's playoff chances may end in Gothenburg if the Swedes are able to hold on to that one. It's our understanding that the, the Stars need Ord to win uh, to have a shot. And uh, Gothenburg right now is uh, laying the wood to the Chanticleers, 31 to nothing. In the second quarter, Fairbury 7-0 lead over Lincoln Christian uh, at halftime. Broken Bow with a 9-0 lead over Valentine at halftime. No report here from uh, GICC and St. Paul as of yet. Or Ogallala and Gordon Rushville out in Gordon Rushville. And again, we'll keep an eye on that one for you as well because that has playoff implications for Carney Catholic. In Class C2, top-ranked St. Cecilia has a 28-0 lead at home 
against Sandy Creek on our sister station on KICS. A 45 nothing is, excuse me, 45 to 8. Malcolm now leads Thayer Central in the second quarter. Fifth ranked Sutton, 22 point lead over Superior, 22 to nothing in the second quarter. At halftime, Hershey leads Cambridge, 14 to nothing. In the second, it's Arcadia Loop City with a 21 14 lead in Wood River in the second quarter. Fillmore Central and Shelby Rising City tied at seven in the second. At halftime, Eighth-ranked Donovan Trumbull, six, and Southern Valley, nothing at intermission. And in the uh, first quarter, uh, Aquinas Catholic with a 21 to nothing lead over Fremont Bergen. Fourth-ranked Gibbon, 21 to nothing lead over Twin River in the uh, second quarter. Tri-County over Centennial, 14 to nothing in the second as well. Not a lot of uh, eight-man action. Most of it was last night, but we do have High Plains with a 14 nothing lead over Fullerton in the first quarter. At halftime, Blue Hill leads Axtell, 20 to nothing. That'll be for the District 9 championship in Class D2 at halftime. Fourth-ranked Exeter Milligan, 32 nothing over Red Cloud again. That's at intermission. And in six-man, Arthur County over Cody Kilgore, 40-8 to at intermission. Here on Platte River Radio, we'll deliver the score. And Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers your dream furniture right to your door. And don't forget, after the Royals game, we'll have the CPI Tire Friday night scoreboard show, which will have a lot of information about playoff uh, seedings. It won't have the official pairings by any stretch, but we will have some ideas of who's in, who won the district titles, that sort of thing. That'll be coming up after the Royals and the Blue Jays on our sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. And right now, the Royals have a 2-1 to one lead over the Blue Jays. Blue Jays just uh, hit a dinger to uh, take, a, uh, take that zero off the board. And now it's 2-1. to one. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your cr- trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. A beautiful night for football here, and Carney Catholic will get their hands on the ball to start the second half, and they're going to have to find some way to get some offense going, Don Lee. Yeah, they are, Randy. You're going to have to start you know, connecting a little bit on their uh, pass plays because you know, at times they've had some people open and stuff, and, and uh, they just have not connected on them, and then there's times that he's had some pressure on him as Matt Matzker and stuff, but uh, they need to get something going in a little bit in the air, and uh, you know, then that way it opens up a little bit more for Bryce to get some running game going, but it would be nice to see if Carney Catholic can get something going right here on this uh, opening drive. They were working hard to stretch out Nathan Williams on that far sideline for Carney Catholic. We'll keep an eye on that for you as well. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And uh, they get the clock set and ready to go, and we're just about ready to kick things off here. And the wind now, again, it shifts a little bit, but currently at the back of the uh, place kicker, Blake Schroeder, who will uh, put the foot into it at the 40-yard line and being held there because it blew off the tee a couple of times. A high kick can be picked up by the Stars at about the 15-yard line. And Bryce James looking for a little seam, has one up the middle, finds a little gap, and then it closes. And he's going to be wrapped up there by Preston Melroy. But nice return. Not a lot of juke, not a lot of jive, just kind of following where it was. And he's able to bring the ball just short of the 40-yard line. That's good field position for the Stars. Yeah, definitely, Randy. Like you said, you know, he didn't you know, run left or right. He kind of just moved it right up the field on that one. And nice blocking up front for uh, Bryce James and gets it out here to about the 38-yard line. 
So Carney Catholic, who did not complete a pass in the first half, will have the quarterback, Matt Masker, in that pistol formation, and he'll hand the ball off to James, and that pocket closed very quickly as there was a lot of line surge and a late flag thrown after Blake Schroeder made the tackle. And I did not see what occurred, but it more than likely occurred at the end or even after the play was over. Yep. It is going to be a personal foul, and it's going to be on Holdridge. Yep. And, uh, you know, they took the handoff right away, Randy, and uh, I believe it was number 59. Blake Schroeder did a great job of fighting off his block and getting to Bryce James, but I didn't see what happened or anything, but it's a personal foul. There, there, there was a little celebration. It was can't there? be that. It can't be that. I wouldn't think I, so I mean, either, that looked but... pretty minor to me. That's just a, a kid making a nice play, and, and it, there wasn't – there wasn't anything taunting, taunting to that at all. Yeah. So I don't think that's it. But it is a 15-yard personal foul penalty that will give Carney Catholic their first first down in Holdridge territory. They've got it now first and 10 at the 48-yard line. Masker looking to throw. We'll throw it, and it's going to be caught. Gain of about four on the play. Just a quick little slander to John Bach. And Bach is going to gain what he can. And, again, just a sat down in that open yep. area, and it's going to be a gain of about four. Yep, had, uh, you know, Quad, or tw- two people to the right side, two people to the left side. And like you said, John Bach did a good job setting down right in the middle and uh, connecting it with uh, him was Matt Masker. So Masker will call out the signal. Quick throw on that right side. It's a high throw, and it goes through the hands of Mestel. Mestel, pretty good jumper, but can't jump quite that high, and it will fall incomplete. Yeah. And I think these are kind of these little routes, Randy, these quick little routes right here, maybe to get, you know, Masker going and getting, you know, connecting with a little bit of things, you know, just some five, six-yard outs and two, three-yard outs and stuff like that and some curl downs. Try to get Masker going and get him in a little bit of rhythm. So Masker actually will be standing right at the 50-yard line. He'll be in a little bit deeper snap position, more of a shotgun than that pistol on third and six, and he's looking to throw. He's got personal protector, throws it on this right side, and it's going to be caught at the 31-yard line. Sliding in for the catch is going to be Hoosman, and it'll be first and 10 for the Stars after a gain of 13. Yep, uh, just running a little bit of an out route here, and then Brady did a little bit of a post route off that, and both of them kind of took off uh, towards John Hoosman. He connected with John Hoosman on this little out route for a nice nice uh, yard gain for uh, Carney Catholic. First so, down. Gain 13, and Carney. Uh, Catholic now has completed two in a row. Masker looking to throw. Got a little bit of rhythm. Pressure coming now. Is going to throw it. It's going to be caught by Hoosman at the 30. He makes one man miss and is going to get knocked out of bounds inside the 25-yard line. That's going to be a gain of six or seven and a nice little bit of scrambling there by Masker to keep that play alive. Yep, uh, you know, the, he got a little bit of pressure right off the bat, Randy. Uh, you know, Blake uh, Schroeder was in there right away, and uh, he did a good job. Of, you know, he wanted to try to hit Brady on a on an out route out here, and he hit uh, Hoosman on a shorter one on that one. But like you said, nice job by uh, Masker to buy some time to connect with uh, John Hoosman. And John got the first guy to miss, yep. and that was uh, key to that being a successful. It would have been no gain had he not been able to do that. So in the slot is going to be Holtmeyer. In the pistol is going to be Masker. Masker fakes the handoff, throws it on that right side as pressure comes. It's going to be caught by Bach, and Bach at the line of scrimmage breaks one tackle, breaks another, comes back to the inside, and he'll bring it down to the 19-yard line. A gain of five, and it'll be first and ten for the Stars. Yes, he got out, got it out there wide out to the outside to, to Bach, but uh, you know he caught it right at the line of scrimmage. He made the first guy miss and then made another guy miss and got the first down for Carney Catholic. This is the first trip in the Platte Valley Auto of Carney Red Zone for the Stars. When you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, 2nd Avenue of 42nd Street, Carney's hometown Ford store. The ball is just inside the 20-yard line. We'll call it the 20 and not the 19. 
And they're going to line up a couple guys in the I formation out here. They're going to run the option, pitch out to James, and there's a lot of help there. The tackle in the backfield by Preston Melroy. And again, Holdridge, a nice job of stringing that out. Yep, and uh, Schroeder came from that backside, Randy, and uh, you, you, the guy on this side uh, did a good job. The defensive end on this guy, you know, str uh, stringing everything out. And by the time he pitched it, uh, number 24 came up there uh, for uh, uh, Holdridge and did a great job of, you know, making an open field tackle on Bryce James. So Melroy with that nice yep. open field tackle, 9.45 to go here. In the third quarter, first possession of the second half here for the Stars to trail it 7 to nothing. Pistol formation for Maskard on second and long now. And James will come out of that formation, roll to his right. They're looking to throw over on that right side, and it is tipped and nearly intercepted by Holdridge. It was tipped by the Dusters. As I, from this, it, I had a great angle at it. It looked like a good ball there, but it was tipped, hit one of the stars, I think, after it was deflected, went in the air, and the Dusters had another chance at it, and it falls to the turf, and Carney Catholic will take that because at least it wasn't intercepted. Yep. And they had a guy going deep on that one, and the guy peeled off on that one, Randy, and it looked like it was going to get completed to John Bach, but the guy that peeled off of Tyler Mestel kind of came back and made that deflection off that, and then the ball went up in the air for an incomplete pass for Carney Catholic. And again, getting a hand on it there was Andrew Larson, and Larson has a little bit more speed than I gave him credit for, no question about it. Masker's going to throw it on a wheel route out here to James. James makes the catch, cuts back inside. He's going to have a first down. He brings it inside the 10-yard line, down to the 8, a gain of 16, and the Stars move the chains. Yep, they fake that handoff to him going to the right side, and then, then uh, Masker rolls out here to the left side, and then they hit uh, James on a wheel route on that on right side, and going to be first and goal for Carney Catholic. And that was a well-thrown ball, but yep. not an easy catch for James who then caught it in stride. Nice adjustment on the ball. They run that option again. Masker's going to keep it, puts his head down, and he's going to bring it inside the five-yard line. They actually spotted it at the eight, so that's going to be a gain of about three on the play. Yep, nice. You know, he just took off with it. They wanted to run that option to this left side. He saw a little bit of an opening, did uh, Matt Masker, and he just lowered his head and took off and uh, you know got the ball down to about the five-yard line. Nice job by Matt Masker. Stars looking for their first five-point Bank touchdown. All of our touchdowns sponsored by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better bank. I formation here for Masker. Second and five from the five. Masker's going to run that option again. Pitch out to James, who oh. drops the football, and he can't get back to it. It's picked up by the Dusters at the 15 yard line. An errant pitch, and it's a turnover here at the 15 yard line. Second turnover of the game for the Stars. Yep, as Schroeder came in there on his defensive end there and then made Masker pitch it basically before he wanted to. And, uh, you know, he pitched it out there to Bryce James and break a little bit behind him on that one and uh, could not get the handle on it. The ball goes rolling around and about the 15-yard line, Holdridge comes up with the football. So it'll be first and 10 here for the Dusters as their defense holds as Carney Catholic's best drive of the game ends with a turnover after they got it down to the five. Handoff right up the middle, and the Stars are not in a good mood as Andrew Harms is able to knife under Alex Wells, and that'll be a loss on the play of about one. Yeah, nice play out here for uh, you know, Andrew Harms. He uh, you know, got rid of his guy quickly and shot it on the inside there and made a nice uh, tackle there for a yard loss for Carney Catholic. So 8.09 to go, as we mentioned here in the third quarter. 7-0, Dusters with the lead, and now the football at their own 14-yard line. They're going to pitch it back. And cutting back to the inside is going to be, I think, uh, Wells again. Yep. And Wells, 
I don't know if he even got back to the line of scrimmage that time. I don't think so either, Randy. Mers led the tackle. Yep. As really the entire defensive line did a great job mm-hmm. of plugging every conceivable hole there. As uh, we'll, we'll give Mers credit for the tackle. Yeah, and as Wells wanted to come out to the outside, Bryce James shot through there, and uh, Andrew Harms did a good job making him cut back to the inside, and then Mers was right there to make the tackle. So it's going to bring up third and ten for uh, Holdridge right here. Jackson. Bernie is split out right on the number 10 here. Out of the pistol formation is going to be Fritzen. Fritzen's going to do a quarterback draw up the middle, and Carney Catholic stays home there with their defensive line. And he's able to slip through and get a couple more yards than what I originally thought he was going to be able to do, but Michael Daniel was able to uh, hit him hard enough that he eventually went down to the turf after a gain of about five, and it'll set up fourth and five from the 20. Yep, just a quarterback draw out of that situation. He faked it like he was going to throw it deep on that, but just followed his uh, fullback up the middle, Randy, to see what they could do and pick it up the first down, but they uh, short on that one. So Bach is going to be standing at about the uh, 43-yard line. High snap, but Schroeder is able to handle it, but it throws off his timing a little bit, uh, but he's able to... Punt it, and again, letting the ball bounce is going to be Bach, and that's going to cost him. And, boy, that happened at about the 38-yard line, and the ball is going to be down at about the 15. That win behind the punt of Schroeder helped it uh, get a little bit more distance than uh, you normally would run into in that situation. Yep. And uh, then he got a fortuitous roll as well. Yes, he did. You know, like you said, it hit about the 38, 40-yard line, and then it just kept rolling all the way down to about the 15, 16 yard line uh you know one of those things that you know the carney catholic did a great job of stopping them and uh, they just got a good uh, kick uh, or pump for um holdridge here to get him pinned back down to about the 15 so turnover by the stars and then a the nice punt here by holdridge and they uh We'll have it first and 10 from the 16 is Carney Catholic. They hand it off to Hoosman on the jet sweep, and he gets to that outside, gains about five, and uh, was able to turn it up as he got a nice little block on that point of attack by one of the uh, linemen, I, uh, not, but one of the uh, one of the whoopties, as uh, Coach Madison used to say. And I think yep. Nestle made a nice tackle, but a block out there ends up being a gain of seven. Yep, just running that jet sweep to that right side, and the receivers on that side did a really good job. John Bach and Mestel did a good job of, of making the blocks out there on that outside to make uh, Hoosman turn it upfield and picking up about seven yards on the play. One wide out to the right. That's the hash mark where the ball is, and he's got trips to the left as uh, Masker as he'll hand the ball off to James right up the middle, and James is going to be short of the first down as he'll bring the ball out to the 25-yard line so he'll gain about two and he'll set up now third and one yep just a handoff trying to get things spread out and see if bryce can't uh, make one or two guys miss and and see what he can do out of this uh but it's going to bring up about third and one on the play here randy for carney catholic so to the left of masker out of that pistol is going to be james they're going to line up three guys uh Lined up front to back, and now they're going to change that formation here a little bit as they got guys uh, out on that left side. Masker's looking to throw, throws it in underneath. Going to be caught by Mestel. Mestel going to be thrown forward. He's got more than enough for the first down. He's fighting for extra yards, and they're going to blow it dead. His uh, forward progress was stopped well before they blew that whistle, and Holdridge was ripping at the football. But in any event, uh, Carney Catholic is able to gain about eight on the play as that was a pretty safe pass. 
and ends up gaining eight and moving the chains. Yep, just a you know quick little curl route. Uh, you know, with the holders playing about eight, ten yards off of him. They ran about a little three-yard curl route, and then he picks up a little few more yards after the play. But you know, keeps the drive going here for Carney Catholic. 4.50 to go, third quarter, 7-0, Holdridge with the lead, Stars with the football. First and 10 from their own 33, they fake the jet sweep, hand it off to James up the middle, has a little seam, and finally is able to pull him down at about the 40-yard line, so that'll be a gain of 7. Yep, just fake that jet sweep coming to this left side, and then hand it off to Bryce going up the middle. Bryce takes that one little jab step to the right and then gets the handoff from uh, Matsker and takes it up the middle. Good line surge for Carney Catholic, and he picks up about seven yards on the play. Success on first down opens up the entire playbook, and they hand it off to James. Same play, going to the right side, breaks one tackle, got tripped up, and he would have had one guy to beat had he been able to keep his balance, but that's uh, also a gain of seven. But there is a flag down in what would have been the uh, backfield of Carney Catholic. And it's going to be a face mask against Holdridge. Yep. And, so uh, that'll add 15 at the end of it. End of the run, yep, on that play, Randy. So that's going to move the ball across midfield. Yep. It's going to you know, get him down to about the 36th yard line for uh, Carney Catholic right here. Nice, uh, you know, little drive here that Carney Catholic has going and then aided by a, a penalty, you know, getting him down to about 37-yard line right now. 419, excuse me, 413 to go here in the third quarter. Stars drove very effectively their first possession of the second half, but then turned the ball over. Uh, the fumble happened at the five-yard line, was recovered at the 15. So they had it in a goal-to-goal situation. Let's see if they can uh, get all the way through. Holtmeyer is going to come across the formation, hand off to James up the middle. He's hit in the backfield. And uh, about the third time they ran that play, and this time Holdridge had the answer for it, coming through from his linebacker position was uh, Zachary Worm. Oh, excuse me, I looked at the wrong number here. (laughs) Knew knew that wasn't him. It was Peyton Kidder Kidder. as uh, Kidder. Uh, actually, he's going to knock him back for a loss of one. Yeah, faking that you know, jet sweep with Brady going to the right side and then giving that to Bryce James. Kidder did a good job of not going with the uh, jet sweep, and he just came right up the middle there and made the tackle on Bryce. So second and 11. Sliding across the uh, formation here is going to be Ryan Blake, and Masker's going to keep it on the option. He cuts in, and he's going to be tackled for a loss, led there by Blake Schroeder. And uh, I don't even know if Schroeder got that, but he made him cut back in, or he actually slipped up, and it's going to be third and about 13 after the loss of two. Yeah, and I think you're right. He kind of slipped. You know, he, went, he went to make that plant and then uh, slipped up, but the, yeah, Schroeder was out there. They kind of strung it out, strung it out. He wanted to pitch that to Bryce James. Uh, on that option to the right side, uh, Masker kind of tried to tuck it up the field, but slipped a little bit and uh, you know didn't gain anything or lost a couple yards on the play. Who's been split out wide to the right? He's going to be in the backfield because he's behind the uh, split end on that far side. Masker rolls out this way. There's a flag down. Masker throws over the middle late, and it is incomplete as he was hit by Finey, and there is a flag down. When and where you would think it's going to be a hold on Carney Catholic, and it is a hold on Carney Catholic. Yep. But that was third down and long and the pass was incomplete I got to think Holdridge is going to decline the penalty yep I think so too set up fourth and long talking to him right now to see what they want to do and uh, you got a lot of confidence in your defense if you accept this penalty yep and it's going to be declined and that's not to say that uh, uh, Coach Hale doesn't have confidence in his defense but yep you're right Randy but it's already third third and 14 that would have made it fourth and 14 now if they take you know penalty back there 
So uh, Carney Catholic's going to line up in punt formation on this fourth down right here at the 40-yard line. Larson and Wells back for the Dusters. Bushcutter will be standing at the uh, 46-yard line awaiting the snap here. What wind there is is in his face, and he'll put the foot into it. A high kick, and you can see the effect of the wind. It bounces around, and Carney Catholic is going to be able to down it inside the 15-yard line. Good effect there, Uh, but you can see the effect that the wind had as uh, I think Grant kicked that about as hard as he could, and that wind has picked up a little bit. Yes, it has. Yeah, flag's moving. It's pretty stiff out of the south-southwest out of Randy, and uh, like you said, Grant did a good job getting that ball up in the air there, and then the wind kind of held it up, but, uh, you know, got a little bit of a bounce. It's going to be down here about the 15, 14-yard line, 13-yard line for uh, Holdridge right now. Yeah, that wind is cranking up at least 20, uh, at least with the gusts anyway. It's, it's rolling along pretty good. They're going to go with kind of a tight formation here for Fritzen. Fritzen just going to turn around, hand it off to uh, Finey, and Finey is going to be uh, stood up at about the 10-yard line. Well, they end up pushing him back to the 10-yard line. They're going to give him forward progress farther than that up, but it's going to be, well, essentially no gain. Yeah, basically <laughs> no gain on that one. Good line surge up front from Carney Catholic, and they're shooting their linebackers in there. As, uh, you know, they came out, uh, you know, tried to hand it off and go right up the middle. Uh, Carney Catholic's doing a very good job up front. I'm trying to cheat by looking at the guy marking the, uh, the, the downs over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not helping me. Hand off right up the middle, breaking the tackle is going to be Wells. Wells sprints through there, and he was probably an eyelash away from taking this one to the distance, but somehow rolling back around and getting part of the tackle was Brandon Murs. Yep. But you don't want Murs being making a tackle nine yards downfield. Yeah, exactly right. Randy off of his defense in on that right side. Uh, Murs came across there, uh, made the tackle. You know, it's going to bring up third and short here for Holdridge. Gain of about eight on the play, maybe eight and a half, and they're going to hand it off to uh, Finey, and Finey is trying to get it out to the 25-yard line and does. That's going to be enough for the first down as he gains about three. Yep, following his blockers, going to the right side just a little bit. Uh, He needed about uh, two yards on the play and picked up three for the first down for Holdridge. And I misspoke. It's Feeney, and Feeney with the first down at the 25-yard line. They move the chains here. And keep that clock moving. Minute 12 to go, third quarter, still 7 to nothing. Holdridge with the lead and the football. They run a little zone read. They hand it off, and the Carney Catholic is able to have tremendous line surge. That's going to be a loss of about three. Just about everybody yeah. was two yards behind the initial line of scrimmage as Carney Catholic's uh, defensive line and Michael Daniel, Ryan Brungart, Andrew Harms all were able to shove their yep. guy back and cram up any uh, potential running lanes. Yep, and they did a great job right up, right off the bat. Once that ball was snapped, those guys fired off that ball, Randy, and like you said, they were back there in the backfield about the time the ball got to the quarterback. Fritzen will run a little counter play, hands it off to Wells. Wells takes it that left side. He'll get... Uh, a gain of about two, and then slipped off of there and gained, maybe gained an extra yard. So that's going to be a gain of about three as uh, he initially was stopped on that far side, and this kind of slipped off of it. And the guy still made the tackle over there. Holtmeyer made the tackle, but he ends up gaining a couple extra yards. But uh, Holtmeyer was able to hit him hard enough that he fell down. Yep, going off to that left side there, and it looked like this going to be they're going to let the clock run out here in the third quarter is Holdridge there. Yep, that means that they'll have the football to start the fourth quarter with a seven to nothing lead. 
So the Stars here on third and seven from the 28-yard line with the wind change. If they can hold them, punting into the wind, you'd think Carney Catholic get pretty good field position. But first things first, got to hold them here on, uh, four, on third and seven, and we'll find out what happens when we come back to uh, Kiefer Field here in Holdridge. Again, 7 to nothing, Dusters with the lead. We're back after this. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. And that wind, my app says it's 50 miles an hour. That's, that's the smallest it is. Yeah. It's probably gusting up to about 25 miles an hour. Third and seven from the 28. Stars down 7 nothing. Dusters have it on third down. Fritzen looking to throw. Throws it into that wind. It's a little bit high and incomplete. He was trying to connect out there with Jackson Burney, but on the coverage was uh, John Bach. It would have taken a perfect ball, and in the wind, that ball wasn't perfect. Nope. As he tried to throw it out there to that right side there, Randy, and he was split out quite a ways on that right side, and they're on the left hash here, and that ball kind of t- kind of fluttered on him and it sailed over that. But like you said, John Bach was right there on the defensive aspect of things, too. And we'll see if Bach can make the uh, catch here with maybe a ball that's uh, held up in the air a little bit more because of the wind. Schroeder will be punting into the wind. He's done a nice job punting all night. Puts his foot into it. It is a high spiraling kick, and they're going to let it hit. But that time, it's not going to get a whole lot of forward momentum as it kind of spun to a stop. They got a roll of about one yard on that. And that was it. And that had a weird spin on it. Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of beginning to understand why Bach hasn't fielded those because it, it's, it's, it's kind of halfway between a kickoff that goes end over end and a spiral. Yeah. And it, it, it's kind of a tricky ball. And we haven't had a turnover in the uh, kick receive game. Yep. So I, I guess you got you to gotta tip your hat to the guy that does that for a living. Yep, exactly right. And, and John's done a great job for Carney Catholic on the returns. All and year like long. That. Yep. So he knows what he's doing out there. First and 10 from the 40. No backs in the backfield here for Masker. He's got trips to the left, duels to the right, throws it in underneath and had James, but led him just a little bit too far, and it does fall incomplete. Yep, had had Bryce James just running right down the hash right there on that one, just led him just a little bit out of his reach right there, but he had him going down that hash, right, a right hash for uh, Carney Catholic, just didn't quite connect with him. So that will now make it second and 10 from the 40. But again, with the wind at the back, you got to think you're going to unleash the hounds a little bit with this offense and start throwing the ball a little bit deeper downfield and see if you can hit the big one. Yep, I think so too here, Randy. Masker's uh, throwing the ball a little bit better in the second half. Handoff right up the middle for James. James makes one man miss, bounces to the inside a little bit more and has enough for the first down. Just 12 yards right up the middle. That's a bread and butter play here for the Stars. Yep, just give it to Bryce James right up the middle. The line did a great job opening up the hole. He didn't get touched there, Randy, until about the linebacker got a little bit of a hand on him and the safety had to come up there and make the tackle. Nice run by Bryce James. Kind of a combination of the linebacker hitting his foot and him trying to make a cut to avoid Mm -hmm. the safety that cost him his back. 
balance. They'll be first and 10 in Holdridge territory. It's first and 10 from the 48, and they got that quad diamond formation to the left. They throw to the right, going to be caught, and sitting down with the football is going to be Bach at about the 36-yard line. So that's a gain of 12, and the Stars will move the chains again. Yep, they had quads to the left side on that one, Randy, and a single receiver out here to the right side, and uh, setting down right there in uh, about the 37, 38-yard line. Nice catch, nice nice pass there for Carney Catholic. So the Stars move the chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you if you strand on the side of the road. No matter where you are, they'll get you home. They'll see if the Stars can get home here. They've got it first and 10 from the 37. They are down 7 to nothing, so they could definitely use a touchdown here as Masker looks to throw as it in a one-man pattern on that right side. It is incomplete, and again, a flag comes when and where you think you're going to find a hold, and it is a hold. Yeah, they tried to hit... Uh... You know, Hoosman on that, a little bit of a 10 and about a slant in on that route there, Randy. And uh, it was going to take a good pass to get in there, but uh, Carney Catholic got caught for the hold on this one. They're going to move him back, you know, quite a ways were from the spot of the foul. Yeah, it's a spot foul, and they were already in the backfield. So it is going to be about a 13-yard penalty, and it'll be ball spotted right at the 50-yard line. And Carney Catholic needs to get it to... Trying to about the 30, about the 28. Yep. So this is going to be about uh, 23 yards. Holy cow, that's a lot more than I even thought it was. So, no, that's about, that's about right. Yep, about 13 yards. About 13 yard penalty. Yep. Need 23 yards 10 to go plus here. 13, carry the three. <laughs> 10 46 to go here, fourth quarter. And so Masker with no backs in the backfield, they're going to go with trips lined up, stacked on that left side in the slot. Wide out to the right, wide out to the left. Throw uh, off the hands of Mestel and incomplete. Yep. And again, that's one of those that you, you kind of have to catch in rhythm. The idea is he does a little uh, V cut, comes back, catches the ball, and the defender is going to be taking an angle straight at him while he's moving to the inside. Hopefully, he can miss and you make something big happen there. Yep. And then uh, you had a couple like Mers was kind of breaking off of his and trying to get out here to make a you know a block on that one too, Randy. You know, you had trips to the left side, and you had him singled out here to the right side. So exact same formation we had a play ago. And sometimes Carney Catholic will run the same play two or three times. This time they throw it out this left side. It's actually a lateral. Breaking one tackle is going to be... Uh, it's going to be James. I don't think James don't was think down. Yeah. He was spun around, and he landed on the defender, didn't realize it was walking, and they're going to give him distance all the way across midfield. Uh, but he didn't know that he wasn't down. He brings it across to the 45. That's going to end up being a gain of about five on the play, and I think that's actually a rushing play. Yeah, because they threw it and out there, And had too, James and, realized yeah. he wasn't down, he might have been able to, because everybody else gave up on the play, <laughs> exactly, too. Exactly. But the officials got it right. They didn't blow the whistle. Yep. Yep, and Bryce thought he, you know, he spun and kind of, you know, put his hand down and stuff, and and he thought he might have went down and stuff, but uh, and start walking and and uh, picks up a few yards out of that, but he there was no whistle, like you said, Randy. Third and eighteen, Masker the only back in the backfield, and Carney Catholic's going to call a timeout with nine fifty one to go against a team that likes to run the football. You, you you just can't afford to make too many mistakes. That holding penalty of 13 yards has really put Carney Catholic behind the eight ball here. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. 9.51 to go here. Fourth quarter, third and 18 from the 45 for the Stars, who trail it 7-0. We come back after this. 
NewTech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put NewTech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Stars right now down seven to nothing, nine fifty-one to go here. Fourth quarter game that we were just talking during yeah. the break, just moving along, mostly because Holdridge likes to run the football and everybody's kind of stayed in bounds in this one. Shotgun formation here. Third and eighteen. Masker looking to throw. Throws the ball deep. He's got a man, Holtmeyer. It's caught at the ten. He goes down with it at the 10-yard line, but the Stars move the chains. Yep, they had a trips out here to the right side, and they sent one clear across the middle and then sent him right down the seam, and then a guy on the outside, and they connected right with uh, uh, Brady Holtmeyer going down the field there and got the ball down to about the 9-yard line, first and goal for Kearney Catholic. So they're going to mark him. I'm going to call it the 8. So it'll be first and goal as they're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. When you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle, head to the top of the hill. 2nd Avenue at 42nd Street, Carney's hometown Ford store. First and goal here for the Stars. Masker, no back in the backfield for him. Now coming across the formation is going to be Hoosman. They hand it off to Hoosman. Hoosman cuts, makes one man miss, and then just gets knifed. He gets grabbed at that shoulder and brought down. And, you know, it almost looked like a dirty tackle, but it wasn't by Blake Schroeder because Schroeder was just so big and strong. He grabbed him at the shoulder pads and brought him down. Yep, and he made the first, like you said, they ran that jet sweep going to the left side there. They made the first guy miss. He uh, did John Hoosman, and as he tried to go upfield, uh, Schroeder came along there from his defensive end spot, running him down. And like you said, Randy, just put his arm out there. Schroeder's a good football ball player for for Holdridge here he's he's uh on all cylinders a lot of times here loss of one on the play ball spotted right at the 10 yard line probably a loss of about a yard and a half Masker does have James in the backfield with him calls it out hands it off to James and James is enveloped as they diagnose that one out right away and Peyton Kidder comes through there like he was in the huddle yeah him and him and uh, you know the two linebackers, Feeney, did a good job of coming right through the middle, Randy. They blitzed right away, and by the time Bryce got the football, tried to make one guy you know miss out of that situation, but those guys did a great job uh, from their linebackers blitzing on that one. So a loss of five on the play here for James. That's his 17th carry of the night, 8.06 to go here in the ball game. And uh, Masker out of that pistol, still has James in the backfield with him. Most assuredly a throwing play here as they do a little play action. Quick slant. Hoosman with the catch. He lunges, puts that ball forward. Touchdown! Yeah, just a nice, you know, they faked this a little bit out here. You know, like they was going to throw it out here to Brady on this right side here, Randy. And Hoosman ran a quick slant on him, and I got inside uh, his guy. And, uh, you know, got to about the five-yard line. They connected, and then Hoosman took it on in for the end zone there. Nice play for Carney Catholic to get on the board right here. Touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better bank. A Five Points Bank touchdown as that lunge of the football by Hoosman made the difference. And now Bushcutter will try to add the extra point to tie this up. Snap is a little bit high. Kick is up. 
And it is good. So we are tied 7-7. to 7.50 to go here in the fourth quarter as the Stars much more effective moving the ball here in the second half. They fumbled just a few moments ago at the five-yard line. This time they're able to punch it in with the touchdown. We're tied at 7. 7.50 to go. We're back with the kickoff right after this. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to pass events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Matt Masker hits John Hoosman on a 15-yard strike. And, again, Hoosman leaning that ball forward as he's yep. being tackled, leans that ball forward. Had he not done that, we might have been facing fourth and goal from inside the one. But a nice job there by Masker and a great throw by – excuse me, a great throw by Masker and a great job by uh, Hoosman once he got his hands on the ball. Yep, definitely. You know, got it about the five-yard line, like you said, Randy. You know, and then, like, he got hit about the two, three-yard line and he leaned that ball over for the touchdown. Bushcutter to kick it off, and with the wind at his back, a high kick that's going to be picked up at the one-yard line. And Wells has a seam right through the middle. And Bushcutter makes the tackle at the 40. He fought off the guy. Playing safety was Grant Bushcutter. He's able to fight off the block, makes the tackle at about the 42-yard line, and Grant was the only guy that had a, a chance at making the play on that. Yep. Uh, you know, Wells got that, like you said, Randy, at, you know, about the two-yard line there, and he takes off coming right up the, up the field ahead of steam, and they did a good job, did Holdridge, of getting a you know, good lane for him, and, uh, and, you know, Grant came right up in there to make that tackle. If he wasn't there, you know, he would have been gone for the touchdown. Allow me to tip my cap to my son there because yep. he fought, fought off a block by Blake. Lake Schroeder, 6'2", 230 pounds, and a heck of a football player. A little counter play here. They fake the handoff, throw it in. Underneath, and nearly intercepted by Hoosman, and then Holtmeyer can't come up with a tip ball. That would have been a great catch by Hoosman and an even better diving attempt there by Holtmeyer, but it falls incomplete But the Stars, an eyelash away from coming up with the interception. Yep, and they've ran that play a couple of times where they dragged that uh, tight end across the middle. They, they send a guy deep on that one, Randy, and he looks deep, and then he kind of hit, tries to hit this guy coming across the middle, and Hoosman was right there to make the play for Carney Catholic, not that ball away. Grant had a little issue with his helmet and went over to the official and got a quick official's timeout, but uh, everything checks out here. And again, they're going to go with a couple of uh, a tight end over there, tight formation here for Fritzen. Fritzen's going to throw it in underneath, and it's intercepted by Blake. Ryan Blake with the interception at the 45. Doesn't have much room to run, but he brings the ball out across midfield, and the Stars back in business after the first turnover of the game by the Dusters. You know, they try to hit kind of like that little tight end dump out of that situation as they fake that guy and then hit that tight end right down there. Ryan Blake did a good job of setting right in his, uh, you know, linebacker position and uh, picked that pass off and gives Carney Catholic the football here at the 45-yard line. Ogallala right now with a 12-0 lead at Gordon Rushville. That game is in the second quarter. GICC 7-0 over St. Paul. 
Stars need to, those two teams ahead to, to win to have a chance. Uh, that's our understanding anyway. Out of the pistol, they fake the handoff. Masker throws, got a man. It's going to be caught. Adjustment by Mestel. Mestel makes the catch. He's going to be brought down inside the 10-yard line. A great pitch and catch and an adjustment on the ball by Mestel that set that up for a huge game here for the Stars. Yeah, they fake that handoff to Bryce, kind of hold those linebackers out of that situation, and then they hit you know, Mestel going down that sideline on that one to get the ball cleared down here to inside the red zone uh, for Kearney Catholic. They're going to have first and goal here, Randy. The Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. And those will be first and 10 at the 8-yard line. And again, Masker has now gotten hot throwing the football here in the second half. Coming across is going to be Ryan Blake. And he'll line up basically as the tight end on that left side. They hand it off to James. James trying to follow the block by Blake is going to be brought down as a great effort on that far side. I think that was Feeney that made the tackle. Yeah, I think you're right, Randy. Feeney coming in there from his linebacker position. They gave that ball to Bryce going, try to get it out there to the outside on that left side there. And Feeney did a really good job of coming flying up there and making the tackle on that. Blake did take out one guy, so they, they came with an extra person there that uh, Blake couldn't get to, and it was Feeney. He makes the tackle for a loss of about one, so it'll be second and goal from the nine. 7-7, seven, seven, inside of seven minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Masker checks his wristband. Brings a man in motion across the formation. Gets the snap. Going to roll to his right. Looking to throw. And it's going to be caught by Mestel. Mestel puts his head down. Gets into the end zone for a five points bank touchdown. Yep, Nice uh, little play out here to Mestel on this outside here, Randy. They ran two guys in on the, on the in route there. Kind of, you know, drug Mestel on the outside on that. He found Mestel on there about the five-yard line. He made the catch and takes it on into the end zone for the touchdown for Carney Catholic. And he one-handed that. That ball was kind of thrown behind him. He put out that big right paw, was able to bring it into his body, and then make the catch and then put his head down, got himself into the end zone from nine yards out. Bushcutter to try to make this a seven-point lead for the Stars. Good snap, good hold, and a good kick. 14 to 7. Carney Catholic has scored two touchdowns in the last minute 37, and they now have the lead for the first time. 14 to 7 with 6.13 to go here in the fourth quarter, and momentum is wearing a gold helmet. We'll be back here to Kiefer Field right after this timeout. No, Mom, it's Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. Welcome back here to Kiefer Field and the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Carney Catholic, thanks to that uh, interception by Blake and then a long pass uh, by Tyler Mestel and then Mestel finished it off with a uh, 10-yard pass uh, reception for the touchdown. He had 47 yards in receptions and the drive started at the 45. You do that math for me. <laughs> exactly, Randy. And like you said, you know, good job by uh, Blake to get that interception and then you know, they uh, starting, you know, Matt's are starting to heat up here a little bit and then, you know, uh, connecting with the receivers for Carney Catholic right now. So Bushcutter will kick it off. And he'll send the ball into the night here. And it's going to be kind of a little pooch. It's kind of loose and going to be picked up by uh, Tyler Buck, one of the upbacks. And uh, Buck going to be driven back. 
You got the ball out to the 35. I think they were trying to find them off guard and try to capitalize on a little bit of this momentum and see if they can get kind of a bounce. But a nice job there by uh, Tyler Buck, of the uh, 5'10 junior, to make the play. Yep, and just and not trying to do anything with it, just takes it up the field, Randy, pick up whatever he can out of that, you know, and gets the ball out here at about the 35-yard line for Holdridge to start their uh, series here. Secure the football. Yep. 6.06 to go. And uh, the back in the uh, I formation here is going to be Alex Wells. Wells gets handed the ball, comes right up the middle, and he's going to make it to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. Wells is out there instead of their uh, leading rusher, Cooper Rogers, because Rogers is injured with that ankle and hasn't played since the first series. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting it back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Gain of about a yard and a half there for Wells, and again, uh, a nice job of closing those gaps mm-hmm. by the defensive line for the Stars. Yep, and the Stars line, defensive line, like you said, Randy, have done a good job all night tonight. Five and a half to go. Keeping it here is going to be Fritzen on a little zone read. He cuts back to the inside. Going to be hit at the 45-yard line. That's going to be awfully close to a first down as he gains at least nine yards. I don't know if uh, they're, they're not going to measure it out there it's got to be close but it's right on the, yep. the right on the marker there on the line so they can they can eye that the chain gang moving the chains just like current towing repair would do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road no matter where they will get you home so ball spotted right at the 45 yard line to get a first down they have to go to the 45 yard line <laughs> now the pistol is fritzen tight formation here. Fritzen, little zone read pass, throws it in the middle, and that one's a little bit high and incomplete. That might have been about the same play that was intercepted by uh, Blake not too long ago. That one was a little bit high, but there was nobody there to pick it up for Carney Catholic as it falls incomplete. Yep, as they tried to hit that uh, little bit of that tight end dump, he just goes out and curls right down in the middle out of that uh, situation and, uh, you know, pass that time a little bit high for Holdridge here. So five minutes to go in the football game. How the tide has turned here a little bit. It was 7 nothing for the longest time here, but two quick touchdowns in the fourth quarter by the Stars puts them up 14-7. to Little cutback and falling down. There was a cutback lane there. Murs was able to uh, kind of uh, close that hole up, but Alex Wells might have been able to get something out of it had he kept his footing, but he did not. Yep. Just taking that ball to the right side, Randy, they pitched it to him. And like you said, he's going to try to cut back here, coming across here, and just lost his footing out of that. And so it's going to bring up third down and 10 yards to go for Holdridge. Third and 10 from the 45. Out of the pistol is Fritzen. This is a running, this is a passing play. Pump fake now throws it to the right. It's a little bit high, going to be caught. And right at 10-yard gain there for Jackson Burney. And where they got it spotted is going to bring it across the 45. That'll be first and 10. Yep, just a nice catch there. Uh, Bernie did a good job of, you know, setting down right in that uh, area there. And then uh, Fritzen did a good job of delivering the pass right to him, enough for the first down for Holdridge here uh, for, uh, you know, with about four minutes to go in the game. Usman with a good, solid tackle there to make sure it wasn't a bigger gain than that. You know, you want a perfect route and throw a perfect ball. There isn't a whole lot anybody can do out of it. A little zone read. They hand it off to Wells. Wells tries to get off tackle. It looks like maybe the ball was loose, I thought, from the way Carney Catholic acted, but then there is no fumble on the play, but there wasn't much of a gain for Alex Wells either. Nope, and uh, like you said, on that, that right side uh, over there for Carney Catholic, their defensive end and uh, the linebacker did a good job of coming in there and filling up the, uh, the hole there, Randy, and they, as he did that zone read. There just wasn't much there uh, for him at all. 
So now second and 10 from the 44. Fritzen rolling out, looking to throw. Steps up, throws it on this right side. It's going to be caught by Hayden. Hayden's first catch, and Bushcutter's going to hog time and throw him out of bounds at about the 26-yard line. Yep, just uh, you know, a little bit of a quick route out of here on the outside here, Randy. And uh, they sent one guy deep out of the situation and curled another guy underneath uh, on there about the 25, 20, you know, about 30-yard line there. And uh, they connected on the play there, and then you got it up to about the 26-yard line for Holdridge. Where it'll be first and 10. A reminder for you, all of our games stream on Platte River Radio, and that live streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. We need Carney Catholic to find a difference maker here as well on first and 10 from the 26. Quick throw. It's high, and uh, Carney Catholic wasn't able to make a good break on it. That ball was uh, up high over Jackson Burney, and uh, one of the safeties had a good break on the ball but uh, wasn't able to get there. Yep, and he just tried. They faked that jet sweep, and then Burney was running a slant route on that, Randy, on that right side. They tried to connect with him. The pass was high, like you said, Randy, and uh, you know, just about intercepted by Carney Catholic. So Bernie's now split out wide to the right. They're going to look to him as they roll out that way. Harms puts a little pressure, cut back here, and uh, they got a couple of lead blockers. They cut back inside at the 10, at the 5, another cut back, touchdown. 26-yard scramble for Caden Fritzen, who was able to make it a one-point ball game. Yep, you know, took that ball. They wanted to throw a pass out to that right side. Andrew Harms was there uh, to, you know, you know, make him come back to the inside, and he got back across over here, and he had about five uh, Holdridge guys to make a little bit of block, Andy, and then he got down there at about the 10-yard line, made one guy miss, cut back across there, and took it on into the end zone. But nice run here for uh, Car- or for Holdridge to get it to 14-13. And it looks like the Dusters are going to, no, uh, they're just going to bring in a different kicker. Coming in to try the kick will be uh, Feeney, and Carney Catholic's going to call a timeout. Icing the kicker for an extra point. Yep. Well, they've had to you go know, on the one, and you know, it was kind of a high snap and everything, and he barely got it into the you know, over the uh, goalpost there. So, you know, maybe one of those situations that they, you know, want to see what they can do on this is, uh, you know, like you said, maybe icing him a little bit on this one. Feeney did have the extra point earlier, so he's right. four for four on the season. They've scored a lot of touchdowns, and he's only kicked it four times uh, all year, but all four of them have been uh, been perfect. Uh, and, again, that long field goal attempt was actually tried by uh, Blake Schroeder. So with the timeout, I wonder, does, does Holdridge think about things a little bit differently? This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership, Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC, Feeney's still out there. Caden is his holder. And, uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to be lining up for the kick. They haven't changed their mind at all. 3.16 to go here, fourth quarter, 14-13. to 13. High snap, pressure coming, high kick into the wind. And it is good. It went up high and made it through the uprights by a yard and a half, if that much. Yep. Like you said, Randy, you know, high snap out of it. He got the, you know, kick or the hold down. But, you know, he got underneath that kick. And like you said, it barely went over maybe by about a yard and a half over the goalpost. So the extra point is good. It it goes through that space. That's all that matters. (laughs) 14 to 14, 316 to go here. 
fourth quarter, and Holdridge will be kicking off to the Stars, but we are deadlocked at 14. A good one brewing here at Kiefer Field. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back here to Holdridge right after this timeout. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news. Covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska, go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. 314 to go in this one. We are all tied at 14 after the scramble by Caden Fritzen. And now Schroeder will kick it off. A high kick into that win. Going to be picked up by James. James at the 25. Actually, it's Bach. And uh, he's going to be pulled down at about the 26. Trying to find a seam there. And a nice uh, play on special teams by uh, Josh Anderson. Yep, just you know, a pretty high kick out of that, Randy. You know, Bach gets the ball, and he's trying to go. Got it on the right side here and goes for trying to get to the left side over there, and, and there just wasn't nothing there, and the holder did a really good job of, of uh, coming down there and covering the kick. So 14-14, 3-10 to go here. Last regular season game here for Kearney Catholic. And, again, we understood that uh, Ord needed to win tonight for the Stars to have a chance, and they're currently trailing in the third quarter to Gothenburg, 31 to nothing. The boys out there don't know that. They only know when, and you keep the hopes of a season, uh, uh, playing in the postseason alive. So out of the uh, shotgun formation, Masker, Hoosman's coming across the formation. They hand it off to him, and, again, that play does not work. Yep, they give that little jet sweep coming around there to Hoosman off that, and I don't, I couldn't see exactly. Melroy who made that. the tackle. Melroy did a good job, you know, fighting off the block and coming in there and knifing John Hoosman under, though. So that'll be a loss of three here for Hoosman, and that's his fifth carry of the game. Check that. That's only his second carry of the game. I was looking at his receiving numbers where he caught four balls earlier. That'll be a loss of three on the play. And Masker's going to throw it. Caught by Pacheco. Pacheco will be down at about the 30-yard line. Yep, just ran a little bit of a curl route. There was three guys out here on this right side and ran a little bit of a curl route. Set down right at the 30-yard line. Connected with uh, Pacheco did uh, Masker. So it'll be up third down here and about seven yards to go. And they gained seven on that one. So another seven will get them to uh, have a first down here. Clock's moving with 2.09 to go. Stars again with the wind at their back. Uh, the shotgun formation is Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer throws and caught by James at the 50. He'll be across midfield and down at the 48-yard line. That'll be a gain of 22 yards. Yep, just a you know, deep in route for uh, Bryce James. Uh, the line up front did a good job of giving some protection for Matt Masker, and he connects with Bryce James, uh, you know, getting it over the 50-yard line for uh, Carney Catholic here. And plenty of time here for the Stars. Minute 49 to go. They wind the clock. They still have a couple of timeouts left. Masker looking for some instructions here from the sideline. Gets them. Calls out the count. Hard count. Nearly got Holdridge to come across. 
Hand off to James up the middle, and James is going to be uh, brought down immediately. Jacob Harvey, among others, on the tackle. That's going to be a loss of one. Yep, right up front, uh, you know, he did a good job of fighting off the blocker, Randy, and then the linebackers were coming in there hard for uh, Holdridge there, and uh, Bryce, by the time Bryce got the ball, those guys were right there. He loses a yard on the play. Well, they need to have at least another 15 yards to really legitimately give uh, Grant Bushcutter a chance, who is warming up on that far sideline. And even that would be Yeoman's effort. But with a wind at his back, that would be the extent of his range, about the 35. But you want to get it much closer than that if you can. Fake the handoff, throw it out here to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer's got a couple of uh, dusters in front of him. He'll stiff arm one of them, and the other one will shove him out of bounds after a short gain. Yep, ran a guy on the inside there and uh, you know, again, got Brady out here just on a hitch route. And uh, to the right side here, and, you know, maybe Brady can make a guy miss, but there was two Holdridge guys right out here uh, to make the tackle for him. So it's a gain only of about two on the play, and there's 54.1 second to go here. Third nine from the 48. And Carney Catholic needs to get a first down here. Otherwise, uh, we'll get a kick from Bushcutter, but I'm sure it'll be a punt. Masker only back in the backfield. Double pass. They got it set up for Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer scrambling and is brought down. Yep, they tried that double pass on that left side there. Uh, you know, Tyler Mestel on that left side was open down there, but he didn't have any time to, you know, get that ball off. He caught that ball, and there was a guy right there. He tried to get outside there so he could throw the football, but he didn't have a chance to get that set up and uh, throw the football. And Holdridge calls a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. A loss of about 10 or 12 on the play. We'll unstack it here. The ball is at the 42-yard line. Yeah, there'll be a loss of, of uh, 12 on the play. So it's going to set up now fourth and about 22 for the Stars. And timeout as Grant Bushcutter will be in a uh, punting situation here for the Stars. And we come back right after this timeout. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. 14-14, to 14, timeout Holdridge. And uh, with the wind at his back, Grant Bushcutter will be in punting situation. He'll put his foot into it at about the 40-yard line, providing we don't have a Michigan-Michigan State kind of situation here. As, again, any punt off here will be a good special teams play because they're going to be sending 10, a high snap. Grant handles it. Kick is up and away. They do not rough him, and he gets off a booming punt. Off the bounce, picking it up is going to be Alex Wells, and Wells is going to be down at about the 15-yard line. That was a nice special teams moment brought to you by the special people at Acera Care Hospice Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Acera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And the ball down at about the 12-yard line. Yeah. you know, So that's going to be dang near to a 50-yard punt. Yep. Yep. Just a nice spiral and punt by, by Grant there. Nice time to get one of those off, too, and uh, get them pinned back down here. I'd be, yeah, but they're just going to look like they're just going to run the clock out here. Yeah, but you still got to be aware. Yep. You know, they're running that tight formation. They got two tight ends. Quarterback's going to take it, oh. and the ball's on the ground. It's fumbled, and Holdridge falls on it at the five-yard line. 
Well, Grant needed to punt it another 10 yards is what he needed because <laughs> the ball is going to be down at about the 10 here. Yep. So <laughs> actually down about the five. My apologies. Yep. Down, to, down to the five. And Holdridge does not need to snap the ball again, and I don't think they're inclined to do so. We're going to have something we haven't had for a while. We're going to have overtime. Carnegie Catholics played all their games either tight or a comfortable win uh, for them throughout the course of the year. So why not end it in overtime? 14 to 14. The Dusters and the Stars are heading to overtime. We'll put a little time on the clock, and we'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll talk about the uh, overtime format. We'll do that as we come back here to Kiefer Field. Tied 14-14, Dusters and Stars. We'll be back right after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. They put a little time on so both teams can have a quick discussion. They put three minutes on the clock. Tied at 14 here. Uh, we'll have a coin flip, and we'll decide who gets the ball first. And the team that loses that coin flip, then we'll choose what end they uh, they want. And if Cardi Catholic uh, wins the coin flip, you want the ball second anyway, so yep. you know what you have to do. And uh, they would probably like to play in this uh, north end zone with the wind in their face. Might aid the kicking game for the Stars. Yep, yep. That's one thing you know that Carney Catholic has is the is the kicking game. I think Randy here for us is uh, you know Grant. Because they were almost job. they were almost short on an extra point. Exactly right, exactly right there. And uh, you know so that's what you, you got a lot of different things that'll come out of here once they get out there and they do do the coin flip and stuff. But like you said, you know you want to take the ball second so you know exactly what you need to do on this. Well, I'll uh, tip my hat to our engineer Caleb Henry back in the studios. He told us during the break he said nothing like a seven uh, seven nothing ball game, and then suddenly twenty one points scored in the span of about four minutes in that fourth quarter, and that's exactly what happened. Holdridge had a seven nothing lead. They scored in the first quarter when Caden Fritzen hit Jackson Bernie on a six yard pass, made it seven to nothing. Eight twenty two to go in the first quarter. That was the only scoring until Carney Catholic scored two touchdowns in the span of a minute 37 seconds in the fourth. With 7.50 to go in the ball game, Matt Masker hit John Hoosman on a 15-yard pass. Extra point good, 7-7. to And then after a Holdridge turnover, Carney Catholic again had a pass from Masker uh, to uh, Hoosman for the uh, pass. That made it 14-7 to with the extra point. And then Caden Fritzen on a scramble when he was looking to throw the ball Nobody was there, pressure in the backfield, but still nobody could grab him. He rushed in from 26 yards away. That made it 14-14, to 14, and that's where we are, folks, heading into overtime, deadlocked at 14, and the uh, team captains are uh, going to meet at uh, midfield here after the three-minute kind of uh, intermission there, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll have the coin flip, and we'll broadcast that one to you live because uh, <laughs> it's going to matter on uh, who wins the coin flip, who gets the ball first, and what they're going to do from here. And Carney Catholic gets to call it. And you know what? Tails never fails. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Always my strategy. Seniors out there, Andrew Harms, Grant Bushcutter, uh, Bryce James, Tyler Mestel. They're the team captains. Uh, it rotates every game. But uh, it, uh, the seniors are the uh, team captains here. 
and uh, Holdridge will uh, meet them at midfield as uh, they got uh, seniors out there as well. Zach Ashley uh, out there with a couple other uh, guys that haven't played a whole lot, actually, but Jerron Anderson has been a busy guy, and so is Quentin Hayden out there. Yep, and uh, we'll get this coin flip, and we'll just kind of see what we got here going here in the overtime situation. Carney Catholic's done a good job. You know, Matsker's kind of heated up there in this second half, connecting with a lot of different receivers on a lot of different routes and stuff. I think Carney nice Catholic's won the toss. The way they were talking here, I think Carney Catholic won the toss, and Holdridge says that they want to play in the other end zone. So Carney Catholic is uh, going to be on defense first here. They're going, to ne- they're going to know what they need to do here. So the ball will be spotted at the 10-yard line. There can be automa- there can be first downs if there's pass interference, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, there can be first downs, but the ball spotted at the 10-yard line. It will be first and goal. And uh, as long as you keep possession of the ball, you keep possession of the ball, and it just, it just ends with a touchdown or field goal or scoring points or not scoring points, and then the other team has the opportunity to answer. That's why you want the ball second, so you know what you have to do. Yep, exactly right, Randy. Uh, Kind of see what Holdridge does here, you know, if they get the, uh, you know, like you said, a field goal out of it or a touchdown out of it. Carney Catholic knows exactly what they have to do. If they don't score, Carney Catholic knows exactly what they have to do on their possession on that. So we're in the first overtime here, tied at 14. Holdridge and Carney Catholic. So first and goal at the 10. I guess it's safe to say that we're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. Yep. This entire game, <laughs> unless something weird happens, will be played in such a location. And they're, I don't know what they're waiting on. There's no clock. There's no down marker except the guy holding the, the stick, at, stick the, yep. at the 10-yard line. But now we're all ready to go. Caden Fritzen, quarterback in here. He's going to pitch the ball out for Wells. Wells trying to get the uh, to Feeney, rather. Feeney spins through, breaks one tackle, brings it inside the five-yard line, and then he's going to be cleaned up there by uh, Blake. And uh, we've got a stoppage here as one of the dusters is hurt. But uh, that's a nice gain on first down. They gained about six yards on the play. Yeah, it looks like Kiter, I think it was number 40 that was down. He was the one leading the block out there. Um, and... Uh, he just was holding his ankle and stuff, holding his leg on that situation right here, Randy. Yeah, and he's not putting any weight on that leg as they bring him off. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Uh, even though we're played late in the game, the, uh, the, the field is held up very yes. nicely here. It's still a pleasant night for football. It feels like the last regular season game of the year as the temperature's around 50 degrees. Shotgun formation here for Fritzen. Going to hand it off to Wells. Wells up the middle into the end zone for the touchdown. Yep, just in an ISO situation. He followed the fullback up the middle on that right side there, Randy. And, uh, you know, they did a good job of opening up the hole there. Did the line of uh, Holdridge in. He takes it on in for the touchdown for Holdridge. So Wells with the four-yard run. And Alex Wells will put uh, the uh, dusters ahead here. And they're spending some time out there. And I do not... Yeah, they... They will kick the extra point as Cole Feeney will put his foot into it at the 10-yard line. They've kind of had some adventures with their uh, extra points with some high snaps. This one's high, and Feeney's going to try to pick it up. Carney Catholics puts pressure on, and they sack him. So the extra point is no good. Yep. 
The ball went through the holder's hands, and the holder for Kearney Catholic, John Bach, is able to knock down his fellow holder and end the attempt. So six points as Kearney Catholic, well, now they know what they have to do. Yep. And it's, you know, the, like you said, a little bit of a high snap on that one. It goes through his hands out of there, and, uh, you know, the uh, – the kicker picks picks it up and stuff, and it's uh, one of those things. You know, they've been having a little bit of trouble on the uh, snap situation. They've been a little bit high on things. On the snap has been Holdridge, uh, so it's now it's six to nothing. Carney Catholic gets the football with their chance to score right here. So a touchdown and an extra point, and we followed the exact same formula, different score, but the exact same formula against Boys Town in the state playoffs last fall. So Carney Catholic has their opportunity here. They've got it first and goal in overtime. Down by six. 20 to 14. Masker calls out the signal. Takes the handoff. Throws just as he's being hit. It's in the end zone. Is it caught or not? Yes, touchdown! Poosman going down to the ground to pull in the touchdown pass. Brought to you by Five Points Bank. And Masker is hurt. He is rolling around. He got hit right in the ribs when he released that ball. And may I tip my hat to the sophomore quarterback for the Stars who showed a tremendous amount of grit getting that ball out. He knew he was going to get drilled, and that's exactly what happened when he was hit on the blitz. Yep, as, uh, you know, quick slant into uh, John Hoosman on the right side, splitting out here, and uh, who, or, uh, Masker, like you said, Randy, stood right in there. He knew he was going to get hit. He stood in there and th- delivered the pass to Hoosman, and Hoosman went down and caught it right at the goal line and uh, in for the end zone for Carney Catholic. And they are attending to him, uh, and again, he was hit in the ribs, and it is very quiet here as they attend to Matt Masker in the Carney Catholic uh, uh, football team has their helmets off. They have uh, surrounded their quarterback and uh, giving them all the uh, thoughts, prayers, and concerns that they can give him. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney, and they are uh, asking for some help from that sideline over there as the training staff is attending to, uh, to Masker. And it does not appear to me like they're calling for the ambulance or anything like that. What appeared to me, Don, and correct me if I'm wrong, is basically he got hit in the ribs and the the defensive player then landed on On him. And so, you know, again, don't want to speculate here, but it could be just that the wind's out of him. But it looks to me like they're working below the waist. Yep. And uh, he's on his right. Yeah, yeah there, there's something with, uh, with below his waist that is actually the problem. I thought they were attending to his ribs, ribs but too. they are walking him off. It does not appear that Matt Masker would be available to play if this game continues. But it's uh, up to the special teams here for Carney Catholic to uh, make it so this does not continue. Yep. And like you said, Randy, he stood in there and, you know, delivered the pass right there. And it looked like to us, like you said, you know, it was going to be right in the ribs area. Maybe a, you knocked the wind out of him and those types of things. But he's limping off there. So now we'll have this extra point right here for Carney Catholic to see if we can end this game right here. Mestel snaps. Bach holds. Bushcutter will kick it from the 10-yard line. If all that works perfectly, the Stars will run off the field in victory. We're tied at 20 in overtime. Snap is down. Pressure's coming. Kick is up. It is high in the air, and it is good. It is good. 
Yep, just a nice snap by uh, Mestel, nice hold by uh, John Bach, and Grant Bushcutter steps right up and, and nails the extra point for Carney Catholic to win this game 21-20 to 20 right here. And that helmet did not stay on my son's head very long after that extra point was good as he ran to the sideline in celebration. Second time in his career, he had the opportunity to kick an extra point to win a game in overtime. This one will hand Holdridge their second loss of the season. A final of 21 to 20 in overtime. The Stars took care of everything they could take care of in terms of getting into the state playoffs, and they may not make it, but... I will say this, this team has proved they're good enough to be a state playoff team. Yeah, definitely. You know, from from the Ord game all the way through, this team has improved, you know, throughout the whole season. And, uh, you know, they came in here, you know, Holdridge kind of dominated that first half. Carney Catholic had 35 total yards in that first half. But in the second half, they started connecting. Matt Masker was starting to connect with a lot of different receivers on a lot of different routes, on a lot of things there. And, uh, you know, they started to move the football on, on Holdridge. And, uh, you know, then Holdridge answered back. But, uh, you know, Holdridge didn't make the extra point on theirs uh, in overtime. And Carney Catholic, Grant Bushcutter, and the guys did a great job. Uh, you know, snap, hold, and the kick. Uh, so Carney Catholic get the win here. And, again, Mestel, good snap. Yep. John Bach, good hold, and uh, Grant just took care of his end of the deal. Yep. And the Stars win this one 21-20 to 20 in overtime. And, again, great defensive struggle for three and a half quarters, and yep. then the offenses really kind of showed up from that point on. We were tied, uh, excuse me, it was 7-0 uh, heading to the fourth quarter. Then Masker hit Hoosman on the touchdown pass. Masker with another uh, touchdown pass uh, to, to Hoosman. Uh, that made it uh, 14-7 with 6.13 to go. Holdridge is able to answer back. Caden Fritzen with a great scramble uh, from 26 yards away, 14-14. We go to the overtime. Uh, Wells with a four-yard run to put Holdridge ahead, but the snap went through the holder's hands. It was a high snap, and uh, so they weren't able to get the hold down. And uh, Matt Masker, very next play, got hit in the ribs and uh, hit below the waist and got hurt there, but threw a perfect strike to John Hoosman, who went down low to make the catch. And then the extra point makes this one 21-20. to The Stars with the win. I'm going to take a quick break here, Don Lease, and we'll uh, come back with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. That'll allow me to do a little hooting and hollering without being on the air. Okay? Yeah, bet. <laughs> All right, 21-20, Stars with the win. We'll be back here to keep your field right after this timeout. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. 
And welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame shows. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's get you updated on some scores. Uh, number eight, Norfolk, uh, uh, handled Carney tonight, a final of 42 to 6. Bellevue West in Class A, 41 to 19 over Omaha Central. West is number two, Central number three in the uh, state. And that game is in the uh, third quarter. And it is not quite a final yet, but the Fighting Birdie Madisons have a lead in Grand Island against the fifth-ranked Islanders. It's North Platte 10 and Grand Island 9 in the fourth quarter. And uh, Bernie, one of the great guys on God's green earth, and uh, he's easy to root for. Uh, and again, uh, the Bulldogs have that lead in uh, North Platte. McCook uh, able to handle Adams Central. They're going to win their district title. Uh, in McCook, the Bison, number six in the state, lead 30 to nothing over the Patriots. Uh, that game is in the fourth quarter and on our sister station on KHAS Radio. Third-ranked York coming back a little bit, but uh, fourth-ranked Aurora has a 38-20 to 20 lead in York. That game is in the fourth quarter. Other scores of the uh, area, Hastings with a 24-7 lead over Lexington. That game is in the uh, fourth quarter. And... Uh, that pretty much wraps up Class B of note. Uh, Grand Island Central Catholic, 14-0 lead over St. Paul. Ogallava right now with a 20-6 lead over Gordon Rushville at halftime. But unfortunately, for Carney Catholic's perspective, Gothenburg did hold off Ord by a final of 34-8. And in talking with Coach Brungard, who did some numbers here, uh, he felt that uh, Ord had to win for Carney Catholic to have a chance to make in the playoffs. Uh, but uh, Gothenburg did uh, beat the Chanticleers tonight, 30 34 to 8. And again, his numbers aren't official. We'll find out tomorrow when the NSA comes out with that. But everything else seems to be working out here for Carney Catholic, including the Stars in overtime, winning it 21 to 20. Yep. And that's exactly what, uh, you know, we talked about, Randy, coming into this game is, you know, we got to take care of our game here, right here, and uh, let the chips fall where they will. But, uh, you know, we took care of the game right here, it did Carney Catholic. Now we got to just wait and see tomorrow morning if uh, this team can get in. And this team's improved so much throughout the year, uh, you know, with a lot of different things, uh, you know, getting guys in the right spots and, you know, moving people around to this one and to that one. And, uh, you know, they did a good job of, of doing that. Uh, and they put a lot of time and effort into this game. And, uh, you know, they did a really good job because that first half, you know, Holdridge was, was, you know, in control on a lot of things. It was a great defensive game. Um, you know, they, you, Carney Catholic came out in the second half and started moving the football, you know, through the air and then a little bit on the ground here and there, but then they'd go right back to the air. Um, you know, the line did a good job of giving Matsker some time to throw the football on a lot of different situations. Uh, and uh, Matsker stepped in there and, did, and delivered the football. And uh, the receivers did a good job of getting open and, and catching the football. And, uh, you know, they did a really good job, uh, you know, in the second half did Carney Catholic of, you know, in, of moving the football against Holdridge. And Holdridge has got a good, good defense. And, uh, you know, they were uh, without, uh, you know, their main running back. But, uh, you know, when he was in there, he had like seven carries, like you said, Randy, I think, uh, for 17 yards. So Carney Catholic had him schemed and kind of ready uh, to uh, do some things. Uh, you know, it was one of those things that Carney Catholic, you know, had a lot of different schemes out there and uh you know uh it worked for them and um you know they took care of their part we'll just see what has to happen uh you know tomorrow uh you know when things come around and uh you know 
We'll see if uh, Carney Catholic can get in there into the playoffs. But if they don't, you know, like you said, Randy, off air to, you know, we talked about, you know, what a moment to, uh, you know, end uh, the uh, season if we happen to don't, you know, do not get into the playoffs, uh, you know, with the, you know, getting that down there at, uh, at this point and, uh, you know, coming out with the extra point uh, to win the game. Uh, and, and it took everybody, like you said, Randy, you know, it was the snap. Mestel does a good job of snapping the football. And then uh, John Bach getting the, getting the hold down and uh, Grant uh, drilling the kick. So, you know, a lot of, in the line holding out, everybody out, uh, you know, for because they're coming hard on that last extra point. So, you know, what a moment for, you know, Carney Catholic. Hopefully this isn't the, you know, the last one because, you know, they did their part. Uh, we'll see if they can get into the playoffs uh, tomorrow morning for sure. You'll kind of know a lot of different things tonight by, uh, you know, the scores and things that are out there. Uh, you, you, a lot of people probably doing a lot of figuring and seeing, you know, if uh, this team's in or that team's in. And uh, just hopefully Carney Catholic is one of those teams that gets in to, uh, to the playoffs, uh, you know, because this team, you know, deserves that they've they've uh, lost you know the ones that they've lost have been all close uh, games and uh, they uh, have done a lot of good things out there and improved so much from the beginning of the year to this last uh, you know regular season football game. Hopefully, it's not the last uh, football game of their of the year for Carney Catholic as uh, we'll kind of, you know, see as uh, things kind of, you know, scores come in and we'll, you know, do some tallying and people will be kind of, you know, figuring th- some things out. So hopefully it's not their last game. Yeah, hopefully not. They certainly approved that they, uh, they're, they're, they're certainly worthy, but you know, the system is the system yep. and I don't, yeah, I, I'm not going to bother to complain about it because I don't know of a better one. Yep. You know, I don't exactly. have anything, but I do think if you had the human element where you looked at teams and you rated teams, you take a look at Carney Catholic right now, and you'd say they're one of the best 16 teams in the state, definitely. Oh, and yeah. they would get it. But that's not how the system works, unfortunately. Um, Carney Catholic, an eyelash away in every one of the three losses they had. Mm-hmm. And they finally get a chance to win a tight game because yep. all their other victories have been, I guess, the, uh, the, the game up in Ord to start the season was fairly close. But for the most part, um, the, their games that were tight, they ended up uh, falling. But they, they did win in Ord, 35-32 to 32 to start the season. Uh, but every one of their wins was pretty lopsided. It's kind of nice to get a, a, a tight win back on the board. Yeah, it is. And, 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 you know, like we said, you know, hopefully this carries on into the, the next game if we can get it the next game because, you know, this goes a long ways. When you win a tight game like this and you come back and you fight and you claw and you get back into the game, uh, you know, this is a, a great win for Carney Catholic. And like we said, Randy, hopefully it's not the, the last chance for another victory for Carney Catholic is uh, the playoffs will come out tomorrow. And hopefully uh, we see that Carney Catholic name as one of the teams to, uh, you'll move on. Okay, we went through some scores. Uh, we'll go through some statistics here in just a few moments. Again, you're listening to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with some numbers and uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to chase down Dave Calling, head football coach for the Stars. We'll do that right after this timeout. 
Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. And welcome back here. New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery post-game show. Let's go through some uh, numbers for you. We went through the scoring for you just a little bit ago. But uh, for Carney Catholic, Matt Masker was uh, 14 of 20. He was 0 for 3 in the first half. So that means in the second half he was 14 of 17 unofficially for 194 yards. Uh, but Carney Catholic ran for only 55 yards tonight as a team. Bryce James led the way. He had 19 carries for 63 yards. Matt Masker had two carries for a negative 12. John Hoos had two carries for a total of four yards. So you, you put all that together, and Carney Catholic 55 yards uh, on the ground and 194 yards in the air. So 100, 249 yards against one of the best defenses in the state here for Carney Catholic, and the vast majority of those yards coming in the second half. For Holdridge, Caden Fritzen had that 26-yard run. As a result, he finishes with 39 yards rushing in the game on seven carries. Cole Feeney had uh, eight carries for 22 yards. Alex Wells, 10 yards, excuse me, 10 carries for 33 yards. And Cooper Rogers played that first series, uh, then re-aggravated that ankle. And uh, so he finished with eight carries for 17 yards. Total it all up. It's 111 yards on the ground here for Holdridge. Caden Fritzen with 96 yards in the air. He finished 11 of 21 in the air, including a big interception that was uh, picked up by uh, Carney Catholic's Ryan Blake that set up the uh, Stars' uh, first touchdown, uh, excuse me, their second touchdown that allowed them to take the lead. And uh, but anyway, 96 yards for Fritzen in the air, 111 yards on the uh, ground. So a little bit over uh, 200 yards, about 205 yards unofficially here for Holdridge. Carney Catholic finished with about uh, 250 yards of total offense, most of those coming in the second half. This sports wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. And, of course, you know, the, the deadline. Uh, where is he going? Is he in? Oh, Dave Calling, if you leave us, I will not be a happy man. In any event, uh, Coach Calling, we're going to try to effort him uh, as uh, he's uh, walking off the field field here. Um, so we'll try to, to grab him real quick. Uh, so we'll take a quick break here. Once again, your final in overtime, it was Carney Catholic with a 21-20 to win as uh, Masker is able to hit John Hoosman, a great catch for Hoosman sliding in the end zone and able to hit the extra point and the Stars win this one 21-20 to in overtime. We'll continue with more of our postgame show right after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper north of the railroad, 1st Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Kearney. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. And welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show as Carney Catholic, in dramatic fashion, does what they they took up their care. They took care of their end of the bargain here in terms of making it into the playoffs with an overtime win, twenty-one to twenty, over the Holdridge Dusters to improve their record to six and three. And we'll find out tomorrow if that's enough to get them into the postseason. One of the best games in the state today. One of the more high-profile games was played in Gretna. Seventh-ranked Gretna had a big win, a big lead over Elkhorn South. But Elkhorn South was able to come from behind in double overtime, 28-27, to to uh, beat the Dragons. A uh, big game there. And again, in Class C1, Grand Island Central Catholic, 14-0 lead over St. Paul in the third quarter at last report. Uh, in uh, Gordon Rushville, uh, Okalala with a 20-12 to lead over Gordon Rushville in the third quarter. But unfortunately, Gothenburg with a 34-0, excuse me, 34-8 win over Ord. So the Swedes do pick up the uh, win in that one. And those were games of uh, note uh, because uh, those are Carney Catholic opponents and the Stars were rooting for everybody that they'd played uh, throughout the course of the year to uh, win. But they take care of their end of the bargain with a 21-20 win over Holdridge on the Dusters' home field on senior night. And that is a big win. Dave Calling, who's kind enough to join us. Congratulations. That's a great win, bud. Hey, thank you. And, and again, a great way, I don't know if it ends it, and I, I don't want to really start with that, but uh, that is kind of the elephant in the room here a little bit. Uh, based on what you know, uh, where, where do you guys stand now that you guys did pick up, you guys took, up your, your, took care of your end of the bargain? You know, and that's what I told the guys. I said, what happens from here is what happens from here. So I said, I'm just dang proud of our football team for battling, uh, staying the course. You know, we had some adversity, some fumbles and stuff like that, but they stayed the course. They battled uh, like we knew they would, but they battled to the end and then got the W. And again, what was different in the second half offensively? Because you guys really clicked pretty well against a good defense uh, from from the Dusters. In the second half, you guys had almost 200 yards of offense. You know, the first half, I didn't think we ever, ever, you know, didn't have a ton of possessions. They did a great job of keeping the ball away from us. But, you know, the couple possessions we did had, we had a fumble and and just never got anything going, you know. Uh, And... uh, Second half, you know, we got a little spark, and then it just seemed like it took off. And, I, you know, we don't think we did a ton differently at halftime. We made some adjustments, but, but uh, you know, just sometimes it takes a little spark to get things going and, then, uh, and uh, you know, a little confidence and stuff like that. But I thought, you know, first half, we didn't have a ton of, a ton of possessions there. You know, one of the things, too, you know, I thought, I thought, you know, defensively, your defensive line and linebackers did a great job tonight of stuffing the run 
And was that a big key for you guys tonight too to stop the run? You know, yeah, yes, it was. And and you know they they are their line's very good and and uh, they just power and power and you know they they were getting some yards first half. You know I think I think we were sending so many guys to the point of attack that the guy was finding a little cut back I believe and and uh, so you know we tried shoring that up a little bit second half. And uh, but like I said, our guys battled and and uh, and they're a good football team. Well, this is going to be kind of a two part question. The the second part I'll start with, uh, and that that is, how was Matt Masker? Do you, Matt, do you have an idea? Yep, you know, he did kind of the same leg that happened, uh, you know, over the summer, and so it scared him a little bit and some little bit of pain. So it, it doesn't appear that it's going to be anything anything major, and so that's the good news. And you know, we won't know, of course, until we until we take a look at him later. But but the initial. Uh, feeling is it's going to be okay well and and that kind of leads me into he showed a lot of guts delivering that ball he knew he was going to hit was able to throw the touchdown strike in the overtime that led to the victory and it also shows maybe a different kind of guts when you haven't completed a pass in the first half and then you have a second half where you go 14 of 17 and throw for 194 yards you know he did a great job and, and like i said we we, we did that i think it was the the uh touchdown before was about mm-hmm. the same play we just hit a little slant and uh so like i said he i thought our line did a pretty good job of giving him a little bit of time too but but you know he for a sophomore that kid uh is uh, far beyond his years and, and like you said stuck in the pocket and delivered a great ball how much how much has this team improved in your mind <coughs> from game one to now goodness this i mean it's it's a uh, night and day. Yep. It really That's is. That's what we were and, talking about. You know, all the way down from the old offensive line to the D line, you know, and just across the board, you know, our, our outsides are blocking pretty good. They're running great routes, I thought, you know, and, and uh, just just from top to bottom, I think we, you know, when we play something like this, you know, we may we may not have lost this year. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not yep. cutting down anyone else, but but we're playing good football right now. Yep. So hopefully we're going to continue to play. Yeah, and again, that's that's something that we don't really control from here on out. And it's, somebody's going to break out an abacus somewhere and figure out uh, how this all works out, and we'll, we'll know tomorrow. But um, if it's over, uh, I, I kind of want to do a little uh, a retrospective on kind of you talked about the improvement here, but what else about this team kind of strikes you? You know, they they uh, go to work every day, uh, you know, and do everything. We've changed defenses here probably the last three weeks in a row, and you know, starting well, probably four weeks in a row. Central City came to town. We we switched things up to to try to put them in a in a dilemma. And uh, once again tonight, we put two new defenses out here, and the kids just buy in and and uh, do what they're told and battle and. And, uh, you know, they're always saying, hey, we got your back and all that stuff. And they do. And they just they just go to work and just a great group of guys. And and, uh, you know, they play for each other, the the brotherhood they talk about. And it's it's a tight group of guys. Seniors, great leaders have become better leaders as the season went. And uh, just a great group of guys to be around. Well, it's been it's been a lot of fun. It has. It's been a lot of fun. <clears throat> and hopefully next Friday we'll be we'll be going somewhere. It, 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 if you get in, it'll be on the road. We know that. Yep. And like I told them, I said, "Hey, proud of you either way. I mean, you know, to come in here at, on their home turf and battle like this and get a W, just proud of my boys." And we kind of talked about it, and yep. I want to get your take on it here as well. If the season ends tonight, what a way! I mean, last play in overtime to to win the whole thing. What a way to finish it up. It is. You know, we've been on the flip side of this yeah. a couple times, and so this is a great way, if it must be that way, to end the season. All right, Dave. Hey, congratulations, and thanks for everything you do for the hey, boys. Thanks for yeah. the, thank you. Thanks for, thank you. All right. Uh, once again, there's Dave Calling, head football coach here at Carney Catholic. The Stars end their season, regular season, hopefully not end the season. They end their regular season at 6-3. and three. They beat a team that a couple weeks ago was rated number four in the state on their home floor field, 
talking to a basketball coach on their home <laughs> field on senior night, and uh, that, that's a it's a huge win here for the Stars who win it in overtime, uh, twenty one to twenty. Yeah, and and if if they can get into the playoffs, what a momentum game to you know take into the playoffs. Like you said, Randy, beating a team you know out here in Holdridge, a very very good football team. Like you said a couple weeks ago, ranked number four in the state, and you come in here and do this, uh, you know, and, and win this game. If they can get into the playoffs, you know, it's going to be uh, you know a tough out for somebody. All right, absolutely, that's true. We're going to wrap things up here. Don't forget that the uh, CPI uh, Mr. Tire Friday Night Scoreboard Show will be coming up at the conclusion of the uh, Royals game. At last report, the uh, Royals were up against uh, the Blue Jays by a count of 2-1, uh, to one, and a game that uh, that game is going on on our sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. And at the conclusion of that game, we will have the CPI Tire Friday Night Scoreboard Show, which will go through a bunch of other scores. By the way, the Royals just got another run, so they're now up 3-1 to one in the bottom of the seventh inning. And that bullpen for the uh, Royals, you got to think, Things are looking good here for Kansas City to get back into the World Series. Once again, a final here from Kiefer Field in Holdridge. It's Carney Catholic coming from behind twice to uh, win this win in overtime, a final of 21-20. to I'm Randy Bushcutter for Don Lease and our engineer Caleb Henry back in the studios. And just wrap well, one last thing here, Don. What, 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 what else is your thought? I, I just hope it's not our last game. That's my <laughs> big thought right now, Randy. I just hope this team can move on because they've improved so much. And they, they deserved it. And uh, if they can do that, uh, they're going to be a tough out for somebody. That's for sure. Once again, your final, 21-20. to Carney Catholic with the win on the road. They're now 6-3 and three on the season. And a good year for Holdridge as they probably will have to go on the road for the playoffs with a record of 7-2. and two, But they've earned a spot in that uh, field of 16 in Class C1. For Don Lease, I'm Randy Bushcutter and your engineer Caleb Henry back in the studio. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.